Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want. Just dial in toll-free. 855-450-FREE is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-855-450-3733. You can, of course, join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where you will have the opportunity to actually create the content that you see there on the site. So if you see something online that you think is interesting or fun or uh, useful, you can post it to freetalklive.com, and then other people who listen to the program and who surf the site will be able to vote as to whether or not they like or dislike what it is that you've added to the site. You get to vote on things as well, and the most voted up make it to the front page and the top of the website at freetalklive.com. It's the final week of the year, and we're here live as we are seven nights per week. We're going to be live on New Year's Eve as well, so be sure that uh, you join us for that if you are nearby a radio or internet listening device. And joining you here tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. 855-450-FREE is the toll-free number. Mark, uh, you've got some pretty interesting news about Ron Paul. I don't know if you've dug it up yet, but if not, we can talk about McDonald's and what they're doing out in California. Uh, But you shared something with me before before the show started that really has uh, I guess you seemed a little dismayed about well I was uh, I don't know that I'm dismayed I'm, I'm surprised I didn't know this had happened um, I had made the previous prediction that uh, the primary would pretty much be all wrapped up by Florida um, which is uh, I think January the 31st um, I'd have to check that to make sure but I'm a hundred I'm, I'm pretty sure sh- pretty sure that that's uh, that's the case um, and it looks like there's a whole bunch of new rules uh, that make it possible for the Republican establishment to steal the nomination from a candidate that they don't like. And this is uh, from LewRockwell.com. Read it today. And it's uh, it's lengthy, but I think there's really important things here that people need to know if they're interested in what's happening in the, in the primary. New Republican primary rules are going to make it basically impossible for any candidate to wrap up the Republican nomination very early in 2012. In fact, the new Republican primary rules make a broken convention, brokered, excuse me, convention much more likely, and they also make it more a likely brokered convention. Brokered. What does that mean? Well, um, they they do explain what a brokered convention okay. is in here, and they gotcha. they're going to explain it better than I do. Got it. Now, I've read the article twice through, but understood. You know, they know better than I do what a brokered convention is. So they make it much more likely the Republican establishment will attempt to steal the nomination away from a candidate that they don't like. Who could that be? Exactly. Um, well, th- how th- they didn't do this for this purpose. They've just done it to consolidate power. You, wait, you think they didn't do it to screw Ron Paul over? I don't think so. I think that it was done ahead of time. Well, I mean, what do you mean ahead of time? Like f- seven years ago? Because no. Ron Paul ran in 2008. I don't think that said, they had oh, any concern no. that Ron Paul was going to be anything, uh, any kind of... A problem. I don't think anybody thought Ron Paul was going to be a problem until the last couple of weeks. All right. That's what. That's my. That's just a thought. Uh, how exactly will they do this? Um, will be discussed later in the article. The key is the most Republican primaries and caucuses will now allocate delegates using a proportional system rather than a winner winner take all system. Back in two thousand and eight, John McCain did very well in early winner take all primaries. Wrapped up the Republican nomination very very quickly. Nothing like that will happen in 2012. Hmm. In fact, at the field, that's not necessarily a bad thing, is it? Um, I don't know. Well, I guess it would be bad if it goes into a brokered convention, and a brokered convention is run by the party elites, and the party elites don't want whomever um, you know may have come out on top or near the top okay. in, in another system. So there's more to it than just the proportional voting. I mean, things change when. When the uh, you know when the rules change, the things change, and it gets yeah. it gets it's, it's, it throws the game out of balance to some extent. 
Now, I don't. I assume Ron Paul's campaign staffers know this. I sincerely hope they know this, mm-hmm. um, and they're you know playing uh, the game by those new rules. Um, and you know the rules aren't going to be as easy to win because the strategists haven't had as, as much time playing the games. So anyway. Um, it'll be very difficult for any candidate to accumulate more than 50% of the delegates by the time the Republican National Convention rolls around. As will be discussed later in this article, that will uh, move the power into the hands of the Republican establishment. First, let's try to understand what these As though ch- they didn't already have the power, but okay. Uh, they had they get more now less they're getting more power yeah i, I mean, think they're firming it up yeah right and this is kind of what they did with the uh the third party rules of the mccain feingold act um and or is that is that right that uh, made third party rules um essentially uh, made it recall. impossible for third parties to uh t- to win on a national level looks like the republican convention is august 27th okay so let's try to understand what these rules are. Sadly, it appears that even most Republican voters don't understand how things have changed. I certainly didn't, um, and I probably pay more attention than most folks do. The following rules adopted by the Republican Party back in August 2010. Any presidential primary, caucus, convention, or other meeting held for the purpose of selecting delegates to the national convention that occurs prior to the first day of April – in the year in which the National Convention is held, shall provide for the allocation of delegates on a proportional basis. Now, the hilarious part is, except Florida. I don't understand. I don't either. Um, you don't understand. So Florida is going to be winner take all, and all winner, the other states are yes. Going to- so the rules are for every other state. Um, here it says this new rule means delegates will be apportioned uh, in. T- Two candidates on a proportional basis in Republican caucuses and primaries that are conducted prior to April 1st. One notable exception to this rule is Florida, which got a, a approval to remain a winner-take-all state. So uh, Florida approval, will be very important. Approval from whom? The, our, the uh, Republican committee or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah that's the Whoever Republican the, Party adopted The executive it. committee of the Republican Party is the ones that are doing this, aren't they? Yeah, that's what it looks like. In addition, all the states that are now using proportional representation do not allocate delegates the exactly same way. Each state has a slightly different um, has slightly different election rules. But in general, most of the primaries and caucuses held before April 1st, delegates will be awarded to multiple candidates instead of to just one single candidate. That sounds fair and transparent to me. So how does this work? I mean, Mark, you are in the Republican Party in New Hampshire. I I have uh, registered as a Republican. Okay. well, as I understood it, you were talking about running for some sort of political office that is actually an office within the Republican Party or something. I'm going to probably do that where you'll be some kind of a delegate was that a delegate's office i don't think that it'll make me a delegate for like the president it'll make me a you know i don't even know what the term is right so how would one become a potential delegate i I guess you have to be in the republican party i would assume which you say that you are right i would assume you have to be up in the republican party in order to be one of the delegates these are things that you may not you may want to as somebody who's uh, you are active to some level when within the republicans these are things you may want to learn about uh you know in the in the case that Somebody needs to go to this thing with to support Ron Paul, right? I mean, isn't that the the idea that you'd have delegates from which to choose, and then Ron Paul gets a certain percentage, so a certain amount of those delegates will go? Well, I know that I signed up a uh, signed up a piece of paper to uh, be a Gary Johnson, um, you know, delegate. But he's if, dropped out now. He has, and if he would have won like seventy percent of the uh, New Hampshire primary, which no one is going to get, mm-hmm. I would have been named one of the I delegates. See. So, um, and I think there's like ten or eleven or twelve of them or something like that. I was, I think I was tenth. Okay, so they've changed some, uh, most of the states to proportional representation as far as who wins the primary in the 
And these are people that go physically to the convention and then they decide at the convention yes. who the uh, the winner will be? That's correct. Got it. As I and understand, Florida is winner take all, so except for Florida. Except for Florida. Yeah, Florida just gets a nice nod. I don't mm-hmm. know why that is. So consider the 2008 Republican nomination contest. John McCain secured an essentially insurmountable lead on February the 5th. Super Tuesday. Senator McCain had uh, become the front runner heading into Super Tuesday by winning three key primaries, South Carolina, Florida, and New Hampshire. His so essentially a- Tuesday is no longer super now. It's right? not a super, not yeah. nearly a super. His gotcha. average percentage uh, share in those contests was just 34.5%. He never even broke the 40% threshold. Even on February 5th, he, only, uh, he won only three states with majority of the vote. Although McCain on Super Tuesday did not uh, capture a majority of the popular vote and did not, in fact, ever reach majority of 50 percent of the votes cast in primaries, McCain's disproportionately large delegate count forced his leading opponents to drop out of the race. Mm -hmm. But if it would have been changed, if this new system went in place um, in 2008, the Republican primary contest was decided quickly and relatively painlessly only because there was a winner take all rules. Um, these rules had, have been changed. And if you take the current proportional delegate rules and apply them to the results of the 2008 race through uh, February the 5th, then the um, race is still heavily contested. It would be Romney. Um, Romney would actually be ahead of McCain by eight delegate votes. This is after when? At what point? This would be in um, April. The, the, this is, I see. The, so, um, well, it's going to change the game. Those today's rules to right. the last. I'm more. Last I'm more concerned. Excuse me. February fifth. Like, this doesn't sound like a bad thing necessarily, but the problem is that now instead of at the polls, this will not be decided at the polls. It'll be decided at the convention. We'll That's get right. into that in a moment. It's free talk live. BigEdPress.com is your home for illustrated science fiction and adventure. Escape from Terra, Volume 2, continues the bold adventures of intrepid space pioneers as they find wealth, freedom, and a giant Elvis hit in interplanetary space. Phoenix Crumb is where Swashbuckle meets Steampunk in this offbeat space pirate saga written by L. Neil Smith and illustrated by Scott Beezer. Both books are $14.95 each and available now at BigEdPress.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever you want. The number is 855-450-FREE, and it's brought to you by SACL CAI, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and you can watch, listen, and interact over on the webcam at cam.freetalklive.com. There's a chat room built into the very same page uh, for your convenience. You can also uh, go there and enjoy for free. Cam.freetalklive.com and SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful, and they record every call and have the best equipment money can buy, so your business is handled as efficiently as possible. You can see their banner right at the top of our banner column over at freetalklive.com. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you here tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. We're talking about a piece, uh, Mark, that you're sharing with us from the uh, lewrockwell.com site, a very popular uh, liberty-oriented site. And they're outlining some changes that have come to and are being applied to this particular election season, specifically regarding the Republican primary. 
Now, from what you've uh, explained so far, I'm going to see if I can recap because uh, I find this all very complicated. Uh, I think they try to make. This Do you mean boring or complicated? Both. Okay. I think they try to make this system because if it was interesting, it'd be less complicated, right? <laughs> uh, and so, so again, so let me see if I can uh, recap this. Now, what I learned during the break, what you explained to me during the break, was that. The primaries have never been selected, or the, the candidate has never been selected by the primary. They're selected by the delegates at the that Republican by the convention, which are selected by the primary. You say that the delegates in the past have had to vote for the person for whom the won the primary, but still, it's later at the convention that these these things happen. So now they're changing it to be where the primaries that happen, except Florida. The primaries will be proportional as far as their vote getting going right. to the candidates. Previously, goes. it was winner take all. Right. Now it's proportional. So now they're literally going to have to go through all of the primaries up through April or more whatever. More of them, yeah. And then many more of them. So they're not all. They don't all end by April. There's some during the summertime or something. Um, the, some of them do go past April, as I understand it. Let me take a look here. I've so got they put it, some uh, arbitrary up. deadline down for April. And then these candidates that that hang on through this whole process because after gonna, April there's still uh, you know uh, quite a few quite a few states after so April. those other ones aren't going to count they're not going to get delegates or well they, they no they're just not forced to be winner take all no they're not forced to be proportional excuse me they can be winner take all I see okay so when all these primaries are done. All of these delegates will be going to the convention, and then they will be voting for their candidates. So one of the big things that's changing is that it's less likely that candidates will drop out after the first few primaries. Is that my understanding? Yes. Um, you know, there's going to be – I guess it's not going to be decided in the first – by Super Tuesday now, mm-hmm. essentially. No, I see value in that for Ron Paul because, you know, presuming he's, he's not going to win all these early primaries, and it, you know, I don't see any reason why anyone would think he will. Um, maybe he will win Iowa. That'd be nice. But and I mean he could win New Hampshire. I mean, who knows? We'll see. But you know, he's done he quite well in New Hampshire polls. Presuming he doesn't Some. sweep up and like completely clean up these other candidates in these primaries, they're all going to likely con- continue on, and he's going to continue on. Which means there may be more debates. Uh, there may be you know more opportunities for Ron Paul to get on on television, uh, and for you know more reason for him to continue on all the way through to the convention and a lot more sweet sweet ad dollars for local stations in these uh in these uh, states these well, whatever states. <laughs> that's you know here nor, neither here nor there but uh so so more than more than likely most of these candidates will be going on to the convention that's where the final showdown will be but are there not changes now that are pretty negative to how the convention itself works as well well, I, I don't know that it's a, I, you know, it doesn't seem like it's entirely uh, changes. Things are the races are just going to be closer, because okay. in the past, I thought the, I thought you told me off the air. I don't think you'd said this on the air, but there was like some provision that would allow them to basically just toss out the vote or something and and just have the executive committee decide on it. Did I misunderstand that? Yeah, I think you did misunderstand okay. that. Um, let me read the article okay. here because um, asking me as your expert is not the the way to go on this gotcha. one. I'm reading an article. I'm just trying to make sure I've understood I've what I've heard. Learned so far. today, um, and I've read it twice through, and I'm reading it now on the air the third okay. time. So I mean, I'm, I, I understand a little, but I'm just you know figuring this out myself. This year. There'll uh, be very few winner-take-all primaries. Most of those will be at the end of the schedule. This is from LewRockwell.com. This is going to encourage candidates to stick around longer. The more delegates that a candidate can accumulate, the more leverage that a candidate will have in moving into the convention. Right now, the Republican field is very crowded, and nobody has been able to take a commanding lead in the polls. 
the possibility that no candidate will be able to accumulate more than 50 percent of the delegates by the time of the Republican convention seems to grow by the day. Mm -hmm. If no candidate has won more than 50 percent of the delegates by convention time, then it's likely that we'll have a brokered convention. So exactly what is a brokered convention? Now, brokered conventions were possible in the past. This makes them highly likely. Mm -hmm. The following um, is how Wikipedia defines a brokered convention. A brokered convention is a situation in the United States politics in which there are no, not enough uh, delegates won during the presidential primary and caucus elections for a single candidate to have a pre-existing majority during the first official vote for a political party's presidential candidate at its nominating convention. So you hear that first official? Once the first ballot or vote has occurred and no candidate has a majority of the delegates' votes, then... The convention is uh, considered brokered. Mm -hmm. Thereafter, the nomination is decided through a process of alternating political horse trading and additional revotes. In this circumstance, all regular delegates who previously were pledged to a candidate who had won their respective states' primaries or caucus elections are released. It's open. And are able to switch their alliances to a different candidate before the next round of balloting. Oh, interesting. It is hoped that this freedom will result in a revoting, resulting in a clear majority for de- of delegates for one candidate. I see. So that's, that's very interesting. It. Okay. Did you follow all that? Most of it. Is there anything you're confused about? No, I was I was actually trying to figure out how the proportional, uh, what the other states are, because it's not re- very clear. It says one notable exception to this rule is Florida, and that. But that's only the before states, April, right? You want to know the states before yeah. April? Oh, sure, I can rattle that off for you. Um, I've got that pulled up. So Iowa's on January 3rd, um, New Hampshire's on January 10th, Nevada, a portion of it is on January the 14th. Um, the 21st has the South Carolina, and Florida is on the 31st of, Febu- of uh, January, and then February, it's um, I guess that's uh, Maine for Republicans, and then maybe the rest of Nevada. I'm not 100% sure looking at that. Um, then Super Tuesday is Alabama, Arkansas, California, Colorado, uh, Connecticut, Delaware, Georgia, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, New Jersey, New York, Oklahoma, Tennessee, and Utah. And all that's before April. Oh, yeah. that's I, I haven't even gone down the list of everything that's before April. That's I mean, okay. That's thanks, right, more than enough. Right. I've named a yeah. bunch of states at this yeah. point, and I don't need to name, name any more. No. So would you say the majority of states will be having primaries before April? I, I'd say yes, so. Yes, gotcha. yeah. So they're gonna, you're going to have a lot of uh, this proportional stuff going on. Well, I, you know, it doesn't sound as bad as, as it sounded when you first told One me about it One thing I like air. is that as I understand it um, – so I'm I'm still getting a grasp on what's going on, but if you think about this, I believe that the candidates choose their delegates. At least that was what my understanding was was happening with Gary Johnson sending me, uh, you know, his can- his uh, campaign sending me a piece of paper and asking me to be a delegate. Uh-huh. And I think that's what I am. Um, Interesting. I, you know, Ron Paul people aren't going to switch their vote to anything. I, I mean, if these are right, real Ron Paul true. people, they're not switching their vote. All right, more coming up here, uh, 855-453. If you have any extra light to shine on this, you're certainly welcome to do so. Bring up anything you want as well. Take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great. It's the Porcupine Realtor. Do you want a home with 20 acres, a lakeside cabin, any takers for renters, buyers, and sellers too? Mark Warden is the guy for you. PorcupineRealtor.com 
This is Free Talk Live, and you can dial in toll-free at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com, and we'll give you the features there for free. So enjoy those uh, features, in, including the mobile site. If you have a smartphone, you can just visit m, as in mobile, freetalklive.com for quick access to our live streams and the podcast over m.freetalklive.com. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? Man Venture Outpost carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment. If you didn't get what you're looking for for Christmas, well, you can go get it at manventureoutpost.com. And you'll get it at some of the best rates on the Internet. I mean, you know, the, the, the prices over there are phenomenally uh, low. You can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL at manventureoutpost.com. They're members in good standing, the Better Business Bureau, and they're family-owned and operated. You can get it quick. Get it from manventureoutpost.com. Let's go to you and your thoughts. Crichton is on the line in Kentucky. You're on Free Talk Live. Crichton. How are you How are you today? Super. What's on your mind tonight? Well, we we're talking about the a broker Republican convention, and that's the subject for which I have direct personal experience with. All right. And I thought I would weigh in a little bit. Because Love to hear it. I saw I saw that same article, and there's a little bit of oversimplification there. Okay, please uh, uh, clarify. Um, well, it's a very complicated process, uh, and each state does things a little bit differently uh, in their own little way. But in a lot of ways, it's very similar to how the Electoral College works. But yep. um, a, a candidate does not appoint his delegates. He can nominate his delegates or, or some people to be his delegates if he gets enough delegates. He always nominates enough to cover an absolute win. Uh, and then it gets distributed like an an order of hierarchy, but within sure. within particular districts, like congr- uh, congressional districts, there's a certain number of delegates that go to the convention from that district. And in a proportional state, they're uh, they're proportional, you know, based on the, the winnings, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also these at-large uh, delegates. And the at-large delegates are 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 usually um, uh, party. Regulars, deeply seated regulars, mm-hmm. who vow to vote for their appointed uh, person, whoever they they were appointed to vote for, once and only once are right. they required to do so. After that first time, they can vote for whomever they please. They defect um, after that. They can defect after that if they wish. But wait, so it's only the it's only the at large ones that can defect. No, no, no. All of them can defect. Gotcha. After the first vote. But it's the at-large ones that are key. Because, and this is where, it's, this, there's a both in good and bad with, with going to a proportional system in the Republican Party here. Um, because last time, Ron Paul partly got screwed because of the uh, first-past-the-post system. Um, it contributed to his being cornered into the media uh, realm that says he can't win. Well, now it says, the portional will say, well, he can win, but they're going to have to fight all the way to the convention. Mm-hmm. And, and at the convention, they also have to fight. But here's, the, here's where the advantage comes in. In the first-past-the-post system they had before, a, if you had, like, you know, um, uh, the classic uh, 101 things to do till the, uh, 
the re- till the revolution book, it describes you. You got your activist, your mole, your ghost characters that that, that support these kind of things. Yeah, this is Claire Wolf's book. Uh, I think it's like 179 things you can do till the revolution. <laughs> okay, right? bring this back in for us. <laughs> okay, if what what the the campaign can do, not necessarily campaign, but just general activists in general who want to participate in this. Every state has a caucus in the Republican Party. Even if they're a primary state. If you go to a primary state, you go into an official vote by the state um, to vote for your choice, but you're not participating in the caucus. Caucus states actually have the caucus at the same time. But every state has a caucus. The delegates are chosen at the caucus, and they're elected from within. Okay. So what can happen is, is that if Ron Paul ghosts and moles show up in addition to the activists. you got the people that are Ron Paulites and cannot hide that fact. Right. In your face, then Ron Paul guys people. with the signs and the T-shirts, they show up in one group, and then other people show up just distributed throughout the, the caucus, is what you're saying. Right. Not wearing red Ron Paul T-shirts, maybe even wearing Mitt Romney T-shirts, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. They go and they put in their name in the hat to become a delegate at the National Convention. Well, first you have to be a delegate at the state convention, and it goes through a, like a process. First the state convention, then you have a state convention, and then you do the same thing going to the National Convention. But the idea is is that if, if you can get enough people into the caucus, even if you're now just wait, a primary Just a state, point of clarification. Is the caucus different from the convention, or is that the same thing? No, it is not the same thing. So you need to have people um, go to the convention and then the caucus, or is it the caucus and then the convention? No, it's the other way around. The caucus comes first. Got uh, it. The caucus is the caucus is like a a a precinct or a county or a district convention mm-hmm. where it's not just simply you're showing up to make a vote. You're showing up to to argue. You're you're part of the of the the process you it is true democracy at its root basic form and it's rather nasty uh and so you've I've been you've been to one of these before oh i've been to more than one uh-huh. i've actually been to a democrat one and a republican one you know i've i'm a true mole i'm actually a um to the right now i am a republican precinct youth chair hmm. where i live Youth um, chair. So let me see if I've got this straight because I don't think I do. Uh, so first, you're saying Ron Paul supporters should find out when and where the caucus is in their state, whether or not there's a primary. You go to this caucus thing. That's a district, not a state thing. So there's multiple caucuses. There will be a lot of them. Usually, they're on the same day. They so you go to the one as the primary. No. Okay. Okay. As each other. So okay. the caucus is on the same day. Before the convention and the primary. Gotcha. They're so you go to the district caucus thing, then at that caucus they're choosing nominations, nominees for what happens to the caucus again? <laughs> There's a lot of things that occur at the caucus. What what uh, relevant to they, getting Ron Paul elected happens at the caucus? They choose delegates to represent that district at the state and then at the state convention. Gotcha. At the state convention. And then, at the state and how are those delegates chosen? How are those delegates chosen at the caucus? Is it through a vote for who should be the the, the nominee? No, that's where it, where the, the trick comes in. You're, you're, you, the vote is immediately local. It's actually you're you're like a committee, right then and there. You're having a 
Democratic committee now at the caucus. That's what it is, literally. So and who decides? I mean, how is it decided who goes on to the state convention at the caucus? One person is there, nominates another person to be a delegate at the state Okay, so no, so Ron Paul guy comes in, wrote, uh, nominates another Ron Paul guy, and a ghost comes in, nominates another ghost, that kind of thing. Yes, and then then the people or that Mole. are there at the at the committee at the caucus right then vote about who they want to be the delegate there. And it's and it's now. everyone and it's everyone in the room that votes. It's not like an executive yes. committee. So, There's no elective committee. So what you're saying is, let me see if I got this straight. So you're saying if Ron Paul supporters, whether they be open by wearing shirts and signs or kind of uh, moles by not, you know, being open at all about their support for Ron Paul, if they show up with enough numbers at these local caucuses, they can vote all their own people in to be the nominees for the possible moving on to the state convention where then the actual delegates will be chosen? Not all, but they can dominate. And that's where the the at-large candidates come into play. See, the goal of the Republican Party, by changing this to, to, to this type of convention rule, is to eliminate Ron Paul. But they, that's based on the assumption that we don't know how to use the caucus. But if Interesting. I'll tell you what, caucus, I have more questions because I find this very, you know, it, detailed. Esoteric. And think, people, <laughs> it, well, is it esoteric? Or it's is tough this a, to, well, I mean, it's intended to be, isn't it? Right, right. But at the same time, Ron Paul's a popular movement, and so if people want Ron Paul to win, oh, they're yeah. going to have to get out it's to this important. thing, right? More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes be the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in via the toll-free number 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Do enjoy the features you'll find there. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com features, including the bulletin board system and more. You can go and get interactive in various different ways. And it's all free at freetalklive.com. But if you want to support the show, you can do that. Uh, One of the ways you can do it is by shopping with us over at shop.freetalklive.com. There are Amazon links there, and you click into one of those links, the one that's right for your country, and Free Talk Live will get a portion of your purchase. So go and get your shopping done. You can get almost anything on Amazon. Uh, Shop.freetalklive.com. Free super saver shipping on a whole lot of their brand new items, even used items as well, in dozens of categories, which even include groceries. Shop.freetalklive.com. Although there is something, a few things you can't get at Amazon, and they don't sell firearms. (laughs) No. (laughs) If you want to get a firearm, you're going to have to likely go to your local firearm dealer or uh, you know look the newspaper or something like that um, the Ruger gunsight scout rifle is an affordable versatile and reliable rifle it'll deliver 10 rounds of 308 Winchester performance in a variety of situations it's compact lightweight and accommodates a host of optics it's a serious rifle for those serious about rifles it's uh, got a very thick um, uh, 
liquid. And it's not quite a heavy barrel, but it's a very heavy, uh, thick barrel, and uh, it's, it's extraordinarily accurate. It's the perfect do-it-all bolt-action rifle where rugged, reliable Ruger meets the practical tactical. You can uh, see the Gunsight Scout rifle at uh, Ruger.com, or you can get it at your local gun dealer. So we've been talking about uh, this Republican rules change where they, they last year voted in some some rules uh, that are different about how the primaries and caucuses are tabulated and run and how the uh, the different delegates are chosen. It will now become a mostly proportional system of voting, which eliminates the ability for some candidate to really pull ahead in the early days and have the other candidates quit. So what we might see happen is most of these candidates may go all the way to the convention in August and just continue to kind of duke it out uh, until then. Which is, to some extent, is a good thing for Ron Paul because it'll More keep exposure him, for him. It'll keep him in the race longer. And um, if people don't drop out, then you kind of, uh, you know, it keeps how many, you, uh, you know, you can see how Herman Cain was holding on to some Ron Paul, potential Ron Paul votes. Mm-hmm. But you can't really see too many other candidates holding on to potential Ron Paul vo- votes. You know what I mean? Right. And if they quit, then they give their votes to somebody else. If you're a big writ Mitt Romney guy, the chances of you saying, oh, but my second choice is Ron Paul isn't high. I, I'm sure that there are some people in there that are saying, well, Ron Paul can't win. I, even, I really like him on uh, domestic stuff and, you know, maybe the military stuff a little bit. But, uh, you know, I'm just going to go for the one that I think has a chance, like Newt, whomever, or whatever. So we have Crichton on the line in Kentucky who has uh, – he says he's been to some of these conventions before. And before you get to the convention, there's this these other processes that, that have to go on. And he's kind of been explaining this whole political system, which, as you described it, Mark, is, is, uh, is esoteric and it's, it's intended to be that way to make it confusing. And it's different in every state. He's describing right. Kentucky, and it, it's completely different. Maybe it's different. not the same way up here. Right. Uh, Crichton, do you have any idea as to how the caucus process is different in other places? Because what you were describing before is that uh, people who want Ron Paul to, to be nominated need to find out where their local caucus is, which happens apparently before the state convention – where they then nominate who will go to the state convention to possibly be chosen as delegates to the national convention. Uh, did I get all that straight? Crichton? Like you said, it's a very complicated topic. D- did I get it straight, though? You get it straight, yeah. It, it, but I was speaking generally. Um, yes, I'm speaking from experience in Kentucky, but most states do things very similarly. Okay, so it's uh, likely within, that within in most places... Party. So likely there, it's likely there in most places there will be these regional or district caucuses that happen before the state convention, which happens before the the national. Convention. And to have ever heard about one of these regional, these uh, you know little regional caucuses, you really have to be active in the Republican Party. You have to be on their email list or whatever. Yes, you have to be special. That is really the one percent in the public in the in the, the political sphere is to attend these caucuses. Well, and okay. So how do you things- get in? How do you get into one of these things? You become a Republican one. So they're checking at the door? Are they checking voter registrations at the door? Yes, they are. Okay. They, you have to be a Republican in advance. Got it. And so it, I can't walk in as a Democrat advanced, then. Uh, how far in advance depends on the state. But you, you, they will check your, who you say you are. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt about that. Um, but you only to attend, you usually only have to be a Republican. Got it. But you have to be, like you said, in order to know about it, you're not just any Republican. You're not just the base. You're the 1% of the Republican political people. Yep. You make those decisions, and most of those decisions that occur in a caucus are very local in nature, and those occur early. Don't show up at a caucus hungry 
and don't show up late. If you show up late, they lock the doors. If you show up hungry, you may or may not get the chance to eat, and it's brutal. What's that mean? It's a long process. When you don't eat, Mark, it means you go without food. Is that what he's specifically well, saying? Yes. Hungry could be used as an aphorism yeah, there, yeah, yeah, you well, and your nasty attitude. I, I mean, literally. You mean an aphorism? Uh, is it an aphorism? If, if you, if All right, you look it up. breakfast, you're in trouble. All right, gotcha. Uh, so be, actually eat food. They may, depending on the, the cocktail, the, everything runs by the Robert's Rules of Order. Okay. Oh, God, it's intolerable. <laughs> yes. It's like town meeting. It can go for hours and hours and hours. And it can hours. go for hours and hours. If somebody doesn't make the motion to let's take a lunch, a recess for lunch, then it doesn't happen. If you leave early, you can leave early, but you cannot get back. Can you bring if a you bag show lunch? Up late, usually. Okay. There's the, that solves that problem. But you can't bring it into the you – you can't actually eat inside a running meeting. God. So Brutal. they do it to you. You – Usually they'll feed you if they if they intend to feed you. Unless but they think a bunch of Ron Paul stuff. people are there, then they'll cancel that stuff. Yeah, sign so, yeah. the sandwiches. Um, all right. So all the, so how do you find out like when this is? I mean, if you're not on the inside track, can you just show up at, at the local Republican meeting and then ask them, or like what what would you recommend the best way to do this? Will there be people who are on the inside who will leak the information out? I mean, how are people supposed to figure out where this stuff happens? Oh. It's supposed to be a, pu- a published date. There should be some way to find out. Call the re- local, the, the county Republican Party, uh, the, the very local, most district Republican Party that, uh, mm-hmm. organization that you can find, and simply ask them. Um, you should be, they should tell you. And how um, soon is this going to happen in, in most places? It's going to start soon. Like the new year, like January, or, or what are we talking about? Um, it depends on the state, of course. Um, like What's it said, happening in Kentucky? Um, actually, I don't know. I haven't been able to get an answer yet. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, but Kentucky's um, primary election is in May, and it's usually a few weeks before that. And it's always on a weekend. Wait, wait. wait. The, so uh, the caucus, the, the local district caucus is a few weeks before the primary or the yes. or the state convention? Um. The convention's primary. after the primary. I mean, not, I'm sorry, the caucus. The caucus is a few weeks before the primary, usually in Kentucky. And then the convention um, comes after the primary? Yes. Okay, got it. All right, so uh, uh, is everybody straight on this? I am. I've got it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm flying along with you. So so the suggestion here is that if you're a Ron Paul supporter and you want to get involved in this, it's a brutal political pro- process. If the chances – have you ever been involved you could, with – could, You could have missed the boat already. Well, that's not what, it's, that's not what I'm hearing him say. No, some no, states, no. None of them occurred before the turn of the year. Right. So, uh, the, so how, oh, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. The, uh, New Hampshire's uh, primary is on the 10th of January. When is its caucus then? I don't know. It might. It can be the same weekend, but okay. it won't be after the Got primary. It. All right. So um, very. it's uh, all very interesting. Example, so the suggestion is that uh, people who are Ron Paul supporters should find out when their local caucuses are. There are you're saying there are caucuses in every state, even if there is a primary. There, there are district caucuses. You go to these things, figure out how it is, when it is by contacting a local Republican Party or the state Republican Party, 
and get the information from them, spread it to the other Ron Paul people via social networking or whatever so people know to show up because showing up in mass is the best way to, to handle this. Show up as Ron Paul supporters, show up as people that are moles, meaning just dressed nicely or whatever, not showing any sign of support for Ron Paul. Uh, show up as people maybe supporting the other candidates. Yeah. So kind You're of, more likely to be a delegate, uh, be voted in as a delegate if you're wearing a If you're a wearing suit. a Mitt Romney shirt. Oh, a suit? Well, yeah, that's probably well, the case. But. That, that's where I, I was going with this. It's, it's advantageous for um, Ron Paul's campaign to go to get at-large delegates who are not necessarily openly Ron Paul. Right. Because when they go to the broker convention, they have to vote for the whoever they get, the Ron, Mitt Romneys or whatever, the first time. Again, if it's a broker convention, they are also released after the first vote. Right. And then it's it's, it's, it's a wide-open game. So Literally, after the caucus, then there's a state uh, convention of some sort where the delegates are actually chosen uh, for the, the going to the national party or the national convention. Correct. The, Got the, it. the national convention delegates are chosen at the state convention. And prepare for the brutal... A horrible process of dealing with Robert's rules of Boy. order. My <laughs> goddess, it is terrible. Thank you for the call, Crichton. I appreciate it. Give us an update as this continues in Kentucky with how it goes for you. I'm sure our listeners will be interested in that, uh, those of them that are interested, at least in this whole process. Hey, politics is so awful. I mean, I've been involved with uh, trying to rewrite the, the I guess, like the, the bylaws of the party, the bylaws of a libertarian party at, like a decade ago. We used this Robert's rules of order. It, it made me want to shoot a shotgun shell into my brain. It was just horrible. Uh, hour two's coming up. Free Talk Live. From filmmaker A.I. Wintermute comes the feature-length documentary, Liberty in Our Lifetime. It chronicles the real-life activists who have moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project and the many ways in which they seek to live free. But he needs your help to get this important story off the ground. Visit libertydocumentary.com, watch the trailer, and find out how you can help bring this film to life. That's libertydocumentary.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. The number, 855-450-FREE. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. Once again, that's 855-450-3733. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site, and uh, you can enjoy those over, again, freetalklive.com. You can actually edit the content of the site. You can add new things to it, and then uh, other listeners can promote what you've added, and the most uh, voted will make it to the top page in the front of the website at freetalklive.com. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com. So uh, Ian, Nemi, and Mark here with you as always. Uh, I wanted to get into a, a business issue here that I, I'm i a bit of a skeptic about uh, McDonald's and their, their press release here. This uh, business wire, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is coming straight from McDonald's uh, in California. Breitbart.com has picked it up and uh, is syndicating it. Local McDonald's restaurants will be kicking off the new year by offering a free small cup of coffee to its customers in the greater Sacramento, Stockton, and Modesto area. Beginning Monday, January 2nd, all local McDonald's restaurants throughout Northern California will be offering a free small premium roast coffee made with 100% fire-roasted Arbaca beans. Arabica. Arabica beans to all customers during business hours with no purchase necessary. This program is McDonald's way of saying thank you to their customers and offering a helping hand at the start of the new year. 
Stephen Ramirez, the McDonald's restaurant owner from Elk Grove, says, In this challenging economic climate, we know that many are struggling to make ends meet. And this is our way of lending support during these difficult times. Wait a minute. This is the same McDonald's that closed or took off the dollar menu in San Fran and other places where I believe it was San Diego as well because it was um, they felt it was perpetuating homeless loitering at their restaurants. Not really? saying free coffee is going to perpetuate homeless loitering, but it, it just seems to. I, I hadn't heard about that story. It was, yeah, it I hadn't was heard a that few, either. It was a few years ago. Huh. Yeah, but it just that's. Well, now I know where to go for free coffee. Well, no, I'm a little cynical. I think this is more than just uh, free coffee. I'm, I'm a little cynical about this particular press release uh, okay. from McDonald's. Tell me why. Because I feel like, uh, first of all, it's nonsense that they're doing this to, you know, it's a tough economic climate, so we're just going to give you some free coffee. Come on in. We care about your economic circumstances. No, no, no. You want to give out free coffee because it's a drug and people are hooked on uh, caffeine and you want people to come to your restaurant and buy their caffeine from you. You want them to come to McDonald's and have, you know, nice warm feeling in their heart from getting a nice warm cup of coffee and getting it for free in hopes that they'll develop a habit of coming back to McDonald's to spend more of their money on their coffee products. So this isn't going to help McDonald's has great coffee, and I think that a lot of people per- perhaps don't know that, that they've uh, brought in I don't know beans. what their coffee's like. I mean, good for them to have uh, Arabica beans or whatever, but uh, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, this guy's positioning this, uh, this giveaway as though it's going to help people with their finances, but it's nonsense because it's just a free cup of coffee and it's like, you know, if it were the crack dealer on the corner offering the same deal, I think people would see through it. Uh, but here it's essentially the same thing. Hey, your first one's free. Come on in and So uh, is your complaint hooked. that coffee is uh, legal and crack isn't? Is that no, the complaint? No, that's not the complaint. I just think that uh, I I just think that this is a very I think it's. I'm very cynical about this particular press release, and I think that people need to think twice uh, when they come across offers like this because he okay, just wants so to get people hooked here. on his product. I don't know that this is necessarily true. So, they, do they offer decaf at these stores? Uh, they probably do. Do you think yeah. you can get the decaf for free? I bet you can. Is You're it right about addictive? That. I, you know, maybe the habit of going and getting coffee in the morning. Because is I addictive. don't think the crack dealer offers cocaine-free crack. Yeah, I see what you're I saying. I think you've got a crappy attitude here. I think that these uh, the, these people are offering a uh, fine. I mean, you know, yes, I think that businesses offer loss leaders it's in order to get bodies through the door coffee. so that they can make further sales. But I don't think and, there's anything and I'm wrong with this. Call them out when they do it. I have my article here from September 2010, so it's about two years ago. San Francisco, California McDonald's targets the homeless by removing dollar menu items. Is San Francisco close to Sacramento? No. Because this is not San Francisco. This is Sacramento. too far. Stockton, Modesto. Well, it's on the correct side of the country. It is. It's not too far. I mean, you know. So it says the eatery got rid of its its dollar menu about a month ago. That move, which McDonald's called a simple business decision, means items on the menu are now too expensive for the people who spend much of their day hanging out on the sidewalk in front of the restaurant. Mm. Homelessness has been a problem in San Francisco for decades. Tension between business owners and homeless people who hang out on sidewalks in front of their stores and offices has prompted Mayor Gavin Newsom and some hate street mer- merchants to support a ballot measure. Hate no- Street? Hate Street, like Hate Ashbury. Oh, okay. Gotcha. You've heard of Hate Ashbury, Some right, Ian? H-A-I-T-E. Yeah. H-G-H-T. Got it. Yeah. So some homeless people think the more expensive menu is the next logical step in the crackdown, though the move does not affect other McDonald's in the city. 
So it's only one, one store? One store. Gotcha. So I was mistaken. I thought it was more than one store. My you know, mistake. I mean, business can say whatever policy they want. If, they, if they're undesirable people on their, uh, their premises, then they feel like that's going to be a way to get, them, get rid of them, then good for them. And I think that they're free to give away their product, too, if they want to. I just, you know, I don't believe that uh, the, the pitch here and that you know, we care about your economic circumstances, so we right. want to get you uh, come over here and drink a free cup of coffee. I right. mean, come on. Really? I, no. I, I, to- I mean, you know, you it's a loss care. leader, and that doesn't bother yeah. me. Um, you know, I mean, if... <laughs> you don't think look, there are some business practices that are worse than others? Some business... Well, yes. Yeah. Well, sometimes loss leaders can create, as, as we discussed on our Black Friday show, they can oh, create God. stampedes uh, from people. Now, no, I don't the think loss leaders don't create stampedes. The people stampeding create stampedes. I understand what you're saying, but if you do something that you know is going to create a stampede, I'm not saying you're, you're liable Look, for... if I've got no money and I want a cup of coffee, I can go to a McDonald's. I can't That's go right. to a Wendy's. Why is that a bad thing? Why are you sitting there being cynical with a guy who wants a, a cup of coffee and has no money... Can get one. Go get. Go well, get your I'm, coffee, I'm man. with Ian on this Disgusting. one. In terms of cynicism, I, I believe that the statement is disingenuous as well. Absolutely. They're just trying to get traffic in the door. Just call us. There's nothing spade. wrong Why? with getting traffic in the door. But don't no, lie about don't, it and well, say you're right. doing it because you care about people's economic circumstances. It's not lying about it. What is it then? Well, it's like saying they care about their somebody's health when clearly, if you look at their food preparation techniques, they really don't. Hold on just a second. Does Free Talk Live <laughs> not position itself as caring about its listeners so it gives away its podcast for free? I'll tell you right now on the air, I don't care about you at all. I want you to listen to the ads of my advertisers. You're mean. You're well, oh yeah, man. now now I mean, but McDonald's, you know. <laughs> I don't, you know. To me, uh, if if they want to listen to the ads, they should. They understand, I think, inherently that it's important to do that. But I perform a, a product that uh, I want people to listen to, not necessarily because of the ads. Uh, the ads are just sort of part and parcel to the whole process. Uh-huh. But I don't position myself as. Yeah, trying... I, have, I have never seen Ian turn. I'll just keep your percentage of the uh, ad revenue now. Oh, I've turned down advertisers before, Mark. I've told you you can't no, have some no, people no, in no. there. Who was that? I don't recall. I'm not going to okay. name names. I, I, but anyway, you didn't I don't answer. You dodged either. my question, uh, Mark. What was the question? Uh, that was in regards to uh, this man. You said he's not lying. He's not lying. He's you know offering a free cup of coffee to people who don't have money. He's putting up a front. How about no, that? No, it's a, okay. it's a front. spin. It's just a PR okay. spin. A spin. You say, oh, to help you in this economic times. No, there. If you walk in there every day and only get your free cup of coffee, you'll get weird looks from people. I guarantee it. So what? Well, I don't care about the weird looks. And no, it's true. I, this uh, is more than just a day. This is, I think, uh, let's see, the, pre, the free coffee program will last two weeks, beginning Monday the 2nd and Sunday, uh, ending Sunday the 15th of January. And then they go down a list of. I don't propose that we read anyone's mind here because I don't propose, because I propose that none of us have the ability to do that. Well, I, so therefore, I would, the fact of doing. the matter is I they're would, offering free coffee. I would propose. Loading up a couple busfuls of homeless people who clearly are affected by by the economic problems here, and then take them on over to McDonald's and have the manager put his money. I'm his mouth with you, is. Nimi. Let's yeah, yeah you do that because I am very interested in seeing what's happened. Well, what I think that's fine. They probably won't be ready for you, and they'll have to brew more coffee. But I'll bet they do it. They they have no problem handing out coffee to anyone that comes for it. I mean, coffee is it's plentiful, coffee. it's right. cheap. I mean, this is not it an is expensive. very inexpensive, right? I mean, for for the restaurant, it's uh, it's cheap. I mean, over time, you'll spend a lot of money if you create a coffee habit. Whereas if, for instance, if you already have a coffee habit and you're drinking at home and, uh, you know, McDonald's would love to convert you away from being a home coffee drinker into a McDonald's coffee drinker. Yes, they would. And, uh, and, you know, that's what this is all about. And that's fine. 
That's their business. They sell a drug. And they know it's, you know, if you sell caffeine, you know people are addicted to caffeine. And you are essentially their hookup. You are their uh, their drug dealer. So, you know, why not call a spade a spade, as uh, as Nimi has pointed out here? 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Some business owners, uh, you know, are a little unscrupulous, and I think they should be called out. It's Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Lil Drums. Every bit as fun as a full-size Nestle drumstick cone and definitely cuter. Visit us at drumstick.com. Vacations are all about family time, but you don't have to leave home to have fun. Take one weekend a month and devote it to family activities. Pull out the board games and puzzles, serve up some treats, or have a picnic. Even without leaving home, you'll feel like you've really had some time away. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything that you want. The number, 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. They're completely free. Again, freetalklive.com. And those features include news updates. You get signed up and we'll keep you in the loop. Whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live, go to news.freetalklive.com and you can get on the list there. You can follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook. It's all over at news.freetalklive.com and it's free. You've been hearing about the uh, new digital currency known as Bitcoin. If you've listened to Free Talk Live, you certainly have heard about Bitcoins. Obtaining them for some people has been tricky until now. Crypto exchange is the fastest and safest way to buy and sell your Bitcoins. They offer a complete bullion store also. You can uh, buy and sell gold and silver privately with Bitcoins through crypto exchange. If you're totally clueless about the Bitcoin currency, don't worry. They've got 24-hour customer service. Just visit the website, click on the live support link at the top of the page, and they'll walk you through every step of the way. You can see the crypto exchange banner posted at uh, bitcoin.freetalklive.com. It's the easiest way to get to crypto exchange. It's uh, through the banner at bitcoin.freetalklive.com. All right. So uh, we're talking about this McDonald's uh, coffee deal. And, Mark, you've been – you're pretty upset at me for, uh, for suggesting I think you're this. being silly. You seem – you know, are you one of those guys that's like you'll agree with a business owner no matter what they do? Like you're like, oh, go ahead. Let people in the front doors of the store on Black Friday and let them crush each other. It's all their fault. Or, um, you know, give away as much free dope as you uh, as you can. You know, get people hooked on your product. It's all okay. Do you think it's, that it's McDonald's decision. is uh, getting people hooked on their product? Well, I think it's their intention to get people in their front door uh, to, to give them a yes. free cup of coffee mm-hmm. so that they will like the coffee and create a coffee habit at the McDonald's restaurant and so, keep coming back again and again and do again. Do you mean to fulfill their current coffee habit at the McDonald's store? I'd say there's a chance someone could create a new habit, but I think they're targeting current coffee drinkers for the most part. So they're going to buy their coffee somewhere. Perhaps the coffee that they buy at McDonald's will – I mean, one would assume that the customer is then going to, to – like the coffee that they try there and continue to buy their coffee that they would normally buy anyway then at McDonald's. Perhaps they'll spend less money, be able to provide their family with better um, you know, education and clothing and shelter. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, McDonald's is doing a be service true. here. It could be true I, I just that, don't understand where you're coming from. You, know, you make a good point that McDonald's could have cheaper coffee than where they're coming from, and so therefore it could be an economic benefit to, to create a coffee habit at McDonald's as opposed to, say, the local coffee house where they might have paid a dollar more per cup. <laughs> 3 dollars for a That's cup of coffee. That's certainly a possibility. 
responsibility. Um, on the other hand, if they're someone who's coming from home, then they likely would be paying more. But why would they choose to buy coffee at McDonald's if they were do- coming from home? Maybe it's because it's faster and easier for them. They can spend more time with their children at home. I can't over see breakfast. how it could be faster or easier to go uh, to I a restaurant. To I get can't coffee. necessarily faster. see that easier or more efficient i take my coffee by the bucket as a small <laughs> cup of coffee is not going to do anything that's just for to me. get you to taste it um and this is only an offer for i mean this is a completely generous uh offer to anybody who doesn't have any money i i, I you know if you want ian i'll uh we can uh, i'll film you while you go in dressed like a bum tomorrow it shouldn't be that difficult for you considering the facial <laughs> hair that you wear uh, just you know put on a sh- some shabby clothes uh, you know you can wear that just what you've got on that's fine yeah. uh just go in there and we'll film you getting a free small cup of coffee but i don't drink coffee well you can still get the free cup of coffee i'll drink your coffee why why would i do that why wouldn't you do that i have better things to do with my time oh except talk smack about mcdonald's trying to make people's lives better on nationally syndicated radio see they're not trying to make people's lives better they're trying to separate people from their their hard-earned and dollar. I'm not Fine. sure that's entirely that's, true. I think that you get into business because you're passionate about what you do. What? At least some people. I, I am. Maybe Ray some Kroc people was, are. but I'm sorry. The guy who is running the local, the Keen McDonald's, doesn't give one wit about his social impact. I'm I would sorry. not, again, propose well, to read say, the minds of these right, people. I won't go that far to say what he, what he does believe and what he doesn't believe. I mean, they may very well have gone into the business to say, I want to provide, you know, the, the the best quality, lowest price product that I possibly can. The person can who goes in and says that is going to be the one who rules the marketplace. Maybe. Um, but uh, but I think that it's just not fair to attribute what Mark is attributing to this statement that, you know, they're just doing this out of the kindness of their no, own hearts. They I, just love everybody and it's just, here you go. I'm not saying that either. Coffee. I understand that this is a marketing tool to some extent, but that doesn't bother me. Yeah, I think it's go good. Go get your free coffee then. I don't want the. Fr- I don't drink coffee. I drink decaf. <laughs> you can get free decaf. Can you imagine how irritated I would be with you right now if I actually you had coffee? coffee? I was just thinking to myself, thank God. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just nonsense. He's already turning red. <laughs> just not. I, I, I'm sorry. Utter nonsense irritates me. And then to somehow compare Free Talk Live's distribution model with what they're doing at McDonald's, I think it's highly comparable. Tell me how it's not comparable. It's free Talk Live no gives way. away free podcasts in the hopes that are that potentially addictive. Ian, it, the, it's it, true. Some it, people do. If, do I don't, one if I'm of two late things. with a, if I'm late with a podcast at night, sometimes I do get some Jones and listeners uh, emailing. Where's the Where's the podcast? The po- the, the, the podcast. The podcast and the radio show contain advertising. If you want to yeah. quote unquote upgrade, you can get uh, the amplifier program that doesn't have any recorded ads in it. Sure, but I'm not telling you that uh, you're, it's going to be an economic benefit by you listening to our free podcast like we're not giving you the podcast because we are concerned with your wallets that's not you know we're not here has a have a free podcast you do say those other talk show hosts will charge you for the podcast free talk live gives it away right they're making charging you something they're charging you for something that should be people, free as uh, making a comparison to people i've never that believed that our you. product should cost any money they believe their product should cost money it's always been upfront free free product with uh, with free talk live so it's not even you know it's apples so, and oranges. So now they can't change their business model and come and see the light. Are you saying that because Who, they these didn't, other businesses? I, I'm talking about McDonald's. What do you mean giving away the free cup of coffee, the the hard the economic downturn coffee that they're offering? I mean, why can't they just go ahead and do that? Why is it okay that they Free can. Talk Live did it at one point and McDonald's is not doing it in, or is doing it in another? 
well, again, you're comparing it with McDonald's, and I don't think it it even compares at all because we're not advertising our program as you know, come here, get your free product, and it's going to be good because it's the economy's a downturn. No, no, no. Our product's always been free from day number one. From back in when you know there wasn't even podcasts. That's back uh, when you and, just and go why and is it different at the different point in time? I MP3s. just don't understand. So I have a question. If coffee is addictive, man, I'll concur. I'll concur that it is. So why can't you advertise giving away free beer for like a happy hour? Why can't you? Yeah. Well, I, I suppose I that think, you could. I, I think you should be able to, but you can't. Do they prohibit that? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So coffee's allowed to do that, but uh, alcohol, alcohol not. Alcohol is not. Probably. That's probably the case in most places, or is that like a federal law? I don't think it's a federal law, but definitely in New Hampshire, Correct. probably in a lot of uh, a lot of other places. Oh, well, they're also giving away decaf. I'll bet you. So I bet you're right. About therefore, that. Um, it, to me, the addiction aspect of it does not uh, hold any water whatsoever. What it says to me is that uh, a, are people? Wait a minute. Are people that are drinking decaf addicted to it or not? I don't think. I, th- I think that dec- I suppose you could have it, be as addicted to it as uh, say ice cream. Just something I you enjoy. I am right? a mess without decaf in the morning. Frankly. Why? Because I like to have it. It's, I, it it does know, have caffeine. Because, because that little bit of caffeine is doing something for you, right? No, I, don't because think, I don't think it's the little bit of you've caffeine. Had, you've had a little bit of caffeine in here in a drink, and it sets you off. So like a, just a regular caffeinated drink will set you off. You, you might be very, very sensitive to it. And that, that much is true. That you need it to feed your addiction. Uh huh. If you're a wreck without it, then it tells me that you're addicted. Well, I, I like to have ice cream before I go to bed, too. 450 free. Am Are I you addicted a wreck to it? without it? Yes. I, I, I don't know. I go More to bed. coming up here. This is Free Talk Live. Your thoughts are welcome. The state owns the land, but they don't own the water. If they threaten you in your home, you can try to escape their tentacles by packing the car, leaving your house and much you've worked for, and hope to cross their borders. But if you lived on a boat, you weigh anchor and sail away. Not just any boat, a life yacht. It's a stable catamaran as big as a house that purifies its own water, generates its own power, grows its own food, and has a shallow draft to be able to get a car or SUV ashore. You can be involved for $1,000 and a commitment as little as eight months. EricksonCouncil.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything that you want. Dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line 1-855-450-3733. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. And inviting you over to our website at freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the various features you'll find there, and those include archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, you can just click and download and grab as many of them as you'd like. Going all the way back to uh, late 2006, it will cost you nothing, and it never has cost you anything, and hopefully it never will. Uh, so, because our, we do have great advertisers that support this program, and uh, if you like the fact that we give you stuff for free, then you may want to consider supporting them. Like WiseFoodStorage.com. Yeah, it's, as a matter of fact, WiseFoodStorage.com gives you prepared foods that are in uh, metal mylar pouches that are good for 25 years. They come in convenient plastic totes that uh, they're, they're like um, they're like five gallon buckets, but they're not five gallons. Maybe smaller than five gallons. I don't know. Three. Maybe like three, yeah. Yeah, three-gallon buckets or something like that. So they can stack nicely in your basement or garage or something like that, wherever you need them. Um, they're impervious to water, relatively impervious. Uh, they're impervious to water. Uh, if they got punctured, obviously, there'd be a problem. You can prepare them in just minutes with uh, by just adding water. 
depending on uh, whether it's hot water or cold water. It'll depend on how quickly it would prepare. But you never know why you might need these, uh, whether it's some kind of natural disaster, man-made disaster, you know, wars. These things happen. You never know what's going to happen. There's been food shortages around the world. That necessarily means that the prices of food is going to go up. You can buy wise food now and have food for the future at lower prices. I mean, you know, it's a, it's an investment in the future. Uh, I have it for my house, and I recommend it for yours. The, uh, they're delicious meals. You can visit wisefoodstorage.com today and get a free entree. How can you go wrong with a free entree? It's a no-brainer. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's wisefoodstorage.com, coupon code FTL, or call 855-FOODWISE. For a limited time, use the promo code FTL to get no-cost shipping on any order. It's wisefoodstorage.com or 855-FOODWISE. Promo code FTL for a free sample, free shipping on any order. Wisefoodstorage.com. All right, so we will certainly uh, take your phone calls about whatever happens to be on your mind. You can dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. Uh, in other news, there, of course, are other things to discuss here tonight. I don't know. Uh, Nemi, did you find find out about this uh, co- condom law that uh, that you'd mentioned before yeah, the show? Yeah, I was reading about this before the show, and I've just gotten... Since we've been talking about California, uh, there was, of course, we were just talking about the news about McDonald's giving away a bunch of free coffee and uh, my skepticism about that. But uh, in other California news, there's apparently going to be a vote coming up. Yeah, a ballot initiative has been underway in L.A., um, over whether porn stars should be re- required to wear condoms. Um, and they needed 40,000 signatures to get the resolution on the ballot, and they have 75 at this point, 75,000, so close to twice as many signatures than they'd need to get it on the ballot. Um, wow. But it, there's, uh, there's, does this modify the Constitution? I'm sorry, is yeah, this just I a know. law? No, this is just a law. Okay. And it actually, because like in, in Florida where we come from, if, the if, you get a, state right, if you get a ballot measure, it actually modifies the constitution of oh, the state. Oh gosh, yeah. no, this is just people just voting on it. The the L.A. City Attorney has filed a suit saying the proposed ordinance is unnecessary and could be a big waste of taxpayer money. Um, the, well, why would it be? It, what, uh, hold on, why would it be a big waste if it just gives a mandate? To, um, does it does it give some kind of enforcement, enforcement rules? Provision? I mean, does it set up a new division of condom police that uh, go around and? That'd you be know, a pretty sweet job for a for a cop, I guess. Standing there watching what's going on. Yeah, get to go and monitor the uh, the porn production. Well, right. And, I don't and, know if I'd want to do that. Yeah, yeah I, I, me neither. But like, <laughs> cops would really enjoy. Like some well, cops. You're just would drawing really enjoy some it. kind of. Uh, no, no, I'm not. Draw- no, I'm drawing a conclusion based on cops that I've known and that I. I've talked to a lot of these cops are real hornballs. I mean, big time. Uh, because sometimes one of the ways the cops will manifest their uh, their interests is because well certain things are illegal, so they may stay away from those things. But alcohol is legal, damn it! So we're just going to go ahead and get wasted, and we'll have all kinds of crazy sex. I'm telling you, there's a lot of cops out there like that. I there's a lot of people out there like that. Right. Well, the so it'll reason, be right for a lot of cops. The reason the L.A. City Attorney is saying this is is a unnecessary rule and is a waste of taxpayer money it's because there's already a state law in the books that requires um them to use condoms so why in the heck are they doing that well this ordinance would make it a requirement when the folks are fl- uh, applying for their f- film permit in the city so it's like one more layer of condom apparently necessity right i've heard that it's now legal in new hampshire to make porn yeah i heard that a couple weeks ago so maybe they should just move the industry up here they don't have to deal with all that stuff. You know, and that's an understandable reaction that I've seen in some of the comment sections on these articles is, is you know, well, 
we already have a suffering enough economy in California. Mm-hmm. Why would you drive one of the most lucrative businesses away? In most states, it's completely prohibited, as I understand. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, maybe one of the reasons that people choose California, and I don't know. I mean, I, I you know, I, you just said that most, most states it's prohibitive, and I know that that's true. Yeah. Um, but maybe one of the reasons they choose California is because I think that the stars of porn are the girls, not the guys. I think so. California probably has a higher concentration of attractive women because attractive women will go there in order to be. Ouch, Mark. Thanks. I'm, what is that supposed to mean? I, I, I'm backing up my statement. <laughs> I think Mark's probably right about that. Um, that they are drawn to the uh, the to Hollywood in order to be you know superstars or whatever you know the hopes of being that, and then perhaps some of them are turned into hey honey want a want an acting job yeah. <laughs> you know we'll get you in front of the camera tonight oh, <laughs> act like God. you're getting double teamed and you know <laughs> then the, you know off it it's goes it's true a lot of young women do go out that direction looking for uh, that sort of work i mean you know where it is if if you want to make if you're attractive and you want to make money off your looks the chances are good that you're not moving to keen new hampshire Odds are good, yeah, but but then again, if New Hampshire did have a porn industry, maybe that would change. Would, maybe that I would change. I suppose it would change. Yeah, I, I, you can get work, working on that right away. No, it's not my interest. It's not my interest, but yeah. you know, I'm just letting folks know. Beautiful people will. If soon it was be my interest, in New Hampshire, it wouldn't be of interest to my wife. I can assure you. <laughs> So this is going on the ballot. Like this is, they've got twice as many. They have twice as many signatures uh, as they need, and I believe this is going on the next ballot initiative in this city. Um, This has been a hot. Is this L.A.? This is L.A. This is a city ordinance. Oh, okay. I thought it was statewide. No, state law is already in effect. That's why this is redundant. A couple of times now. Yeah. Sorry, I'm busy. (laughs) Well, why don't you concentrate? That's okay. That's okay. Um, So to me, it's just I am. When I saw this, I was I was a little I'm not real down with the government telling me that I need to use particular prophylactics. Right. Not that I'm in the porn industry, but it just is unsettling to me. It's an unsettling precedent because they seem to be pretty good at self-policing. Right. I mean, if you want to protect yourself, uh, you should be able to take those methods on your own, on your own volition and choose whichever ones you want uh, to make that happen. And certainly if you're in the porn industry, uh, you might want to be concerned about that even more so because you're dealing with multiple partners. Well, I think that I I agree with that. I so let me make the argument for the other side. I, I have a concern here. The other side of mandatory? Yes. Um, my concern is is that the porn industry itself doesn't give a flying flip about the people who work in it because the people who work in it generally don't act for very long. They don't okay. have careers that last for a very long time. Unlike a producer well, or something like so that. So they don't care if you catch AIDS or herpes or syphilis or whatever while doing the work. And I think it's a callous thing to say, but it's probably true about some of them. Uh, I, 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 would you say a majority of them? I wouldn't. No, I've never I would, met them. I, I wouldn't be able to say that either. But I think that I have this sort of generalization that that's the case. That the porn industry doesn't care about its actors too much because well, there, there is, are is all there's a of a, a major, lots of people out there that'll do the job for them. There is a, a liberty oriented porn producer that I've heard of named John, I believe Stagliano, and I think Reason.com has done some pieces on him. He actually has AIDS, so he might be, uh, you know, as somebody who has AIDS, might be yeah, yeah, might actually. Be, actors. Uh, concerned about that. But so, um, you know, therefore, they're not incentivized to care about the actors. Therefore, I suspect they generally don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
the actors don't have a lot of say. You either do things the way you're told to them. You're going to have sex with this person this way, or you're not doing this film. Or we'll find oh, someone who will. And you'll ever, or you're, will you ever. So therefore, they're yeah. kind of stuck and not being able to actually even demand uh, condoms. And this is a way to, say, empower them or something like that. Might be the argument from the other side. Toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up absolutely anything that you want. 855-450-3733. It's Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. All you have to do, dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features we give to you. Now, there are different ways for you to support Free Talk Live, and one of those ways is by becoming Free Talk Live AMP program, or AMP uh, program subscriber, amplifier, if you will. AMP stands for Advertise Market and promote and you can go to amp.freetalklive.com you'll get perks like access to the amp only uh, call in lines forum podcast and more and we'll take that three bucks a month and invest it into free talk live getting on more radio stations and thereby bringing the ideas of freedom further and wider into more ears around the world so once again that's amp.freetalklive.com uh so are we are we pretty much through with this porn story or is there yeah, more to so. it yeah i think so because the news was out of uh, Los Angeles where a city uh, ballot measure has been uh, granted. I guess it will be on the next ballot uh, where city voters will decide whether or not porn stars must be forced to use sexual protection. Well, uh, the only other thing that I really would have to add to it is is that the the city is, is arguing – the argument is being made that – the city doesn't need to do this because it's there's already a state law, and it's um, the argument is that only the state, but not the city, can legally impose rules requiring the use of condoms on porn sets and charging fees to pay for inspections. Um, because inspections, I guess it's under, fees uh, under yep. under the purview of the California Division of Occupational Safety and Health. So it's OSHA that this hmm. actually regulates workplace safety. So. So, so we are talking about an inspector coming into a porn set and checking to ensure that people are using uh, contraception. So I expressed some concerns about how the marketplace would disincentivize the use of uh, prophylactics um, in the porn industry. And I wanted, you know, I'd love to hear you sort of address how the marketplace might, uh, you know, might deal with that in a non, in a more voluntary fashion. Well, it just depends on what the porn stars want. I mean, if the porn stars want to be safe, then they should make a stand well, i mean they don't have to they don't have to accept those terms it's, and it's not ex- you're saying that they need to unionize and uh, and strike well that's not necessarily what i'm saying but i mean if that's what works then that's what they should do 
Uh, but you know, of course, as as I think was rightly pointed out, if they don't want the work, then somebody else will take the yeah. Take scabs that job. will come in, quote unquote. Scabs will but, come in. So I mean, we're in a world where it's not hard to go and get your own video camera and editing deck and and go and you know create your own porn. I mean, it's not a hard thing to do. Plenty of people make their own porn on their own website and sell their own subscriptions mm-hmm. and make money straight from the consumer. So I mean, the the distribution methods aren't what they used to be twenty years ago. So third party just, certification is what you're suggesting somebody get into the business at this point of i'm not that. suggesting any third-party certification i mean maybe that would work too I, I didn't even think about that i was just saying look if you don't like that if you don't like that a porn producer is asking you to do a, a scene without protection and you want to use protection then start your own porn production company you know get out there and, and do it differently i mean they they're there do exist such things where those, you know, where contraception is allowed in porn, but I think you're right. For the most part, it's not there. Uh, so it's not to say that there isn't a market segment for that. But clearly, if people are willing to take that sort of risk, then who am I to say that they shouldn't? Or who am I to say that, you know, to butt my nose into it? It's their business. And if they don't want to take the risk, then get a video camera and get some editing software and start doing it yourself. I mean, I guess I, I would be curious because I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't follow the industry, but I can't imagine the porn business is selling as many tapes or DVDs. Yeah, I mean, it has to be as, really tough on the porn industry right now with uh, websites where you can go and get free porn. I mean, I just don't, right. I don't know how the, I, I can't. They're still making money, apparently, and I don't know how they do it. I don't, I mean, you know, obviously I've, I've never really researched the industry that detailed. I mean, if somebody, somebody wants there, some kind of special, specialized pornography, they'll pay for that. Like, which can happen on websites sites where sure. you know like there's a site with a, a, some girl it's all about her and her friends or whatever yeah. and then you know they she gets her fans and what is it the book i don't know what the book is but i've heard it referenced the thousand true fans like if you can find a thousand true fans people okay. that are going to pay for a website subscription then you'll be all right like you'll be able to keep food on your table and your bills paid and you know live in a house and you'll be all right for the rest of your life as long as you have those thousand true fans so if you are attractive enough or whatever interesting enough or your fetish is weird enough you know <laughs> right. you'll be able to find a thousand true fans on uh, on the internet and you won't ever have to deal with having a, a producer your producer could be your boyfriend or you know whatever and if people want to see porn that uh, doesn't include uh, condoms they you know there's certainly couples out there that they can you know actual couples that they can see having yeah, sex true. that wouldn't uh, you know be spreading things around but it does it concerns me greatly the idea that um, you know that that, that people would be not forced, but uh, they they would not feel encouraged. That they, yeah. They're encouraged. They, they would like but strongly also, encouraged. As I understand it, there are testings that go on. So, like part of this is like a lot. Oh, yeah. As I understand it, porn stars are concerned about STDs as they should be, and so you know they're not going to want to work with people who haven't been tested. You know, bring some random person in off the street. No, I'm not going to, you know, stick into that. I'm going to make sure that person's tested before we get this shoot done. Obviously, that doesn't stop everything, right? It doesn't you – know, if somebody's had sex since the test and picks something up, then there's no way to, to determine that. But in the same way that the the bunny brothels or whatever in, in Nevada have testing and are relatively safe, this would make the porn industry relatively safe. And Again, I'm no, I'm not involved in the industry, so I don't know how widespread testing is, but I know it does exist. Um, they need to be tested every 30 days and need to show proof of a negative result before they perform. Is this California law? Yes. So, I mean, I wouldn't suggest that it be a law. Of course, I think that things can happen voluntarily. 
but that's another solution for you know producers that want to have the raw action, but uh, but you know but still have people be safe. I just think that there's a stereotype um, in the industry of the the sort of the producers and the, the the money guys behind porn not caring about the actors at all. And I'm very and I'm I'm concerned that uh, Maybe industries true. and businesses kind of create this conversation, this atmosphere around themselves, and that there still exist these probably pretty large producers of porn that don't give a flying flip about the people that perform in it. You know, you go back to uh, in the past, 70s and the 80s in, in porn, and you probably are going to hear stories about doped up uh, actresses and actors, uh, you know, getting heroin or whatever, sure. or cocaine. And, uh, you know, but back when TV cameras cost, you know, $60,000 to have one, you know, a camera. right. Right, and I remember hearing stories about an old strip club where we used to live, Mark, that uh, allegedly paid its girls in heroin uh, or cocaine. You know, at the end I've of the heard night. those stories. Right, so I mean, I I tend to believe those stories, and uh, I you know I tend to think that certain industries attract a certain type of uh, person to work for it. Um, but you know, it is what it is. What can you do? I don't think laws are going to keep people from getting doped up and having unsafe sex. Uh, I think that that's pretty clear. I would agree. I just don't know who pays for, uh, you know, regular sort of regular porn anymore. I just don't. I even wonder know. about that. Well, I mean, you know, we do hear people call the show who say, "I don't use the internet." I mean, it does happen, right? That some <laughs> people will call in and they'll, "I don't have the internet." What's a phone number for the Free State Project? You know, that does happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so those would be the people who, you know, they're still putting on the coat and the hat and the dark the sunglasses and super walking to the <laughs> the the, uh, the porn Sli- store and their slimy porn store in their town. <laughs> Ew. I remember when I was uh, when Case I was full of giant rubber ding dongs. I remember when I was in I think it was probably elementary school. My bus used to go past one of those uh, porn stores, and I was it was so intriguing. Back then, <laughs> what is you know? going on in there? Yeah, I mean uh, you, you knew there were, you knew what was going on in there to some extent. They're selling porn, uh, but you'd never been inside, and it was very mis- mystical, right? And, mm-hmm. and of course, it loses all that mystique once you you're old enough to really realize what goes on in there. <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> or some of what goes on CD stuff. <laughs> <laughs> some of which we can't really describe in much detail here. Eight five five four fifty free. But what but they have be, made. Well, hold on. What would be useful for this conversation would be for somebody who's been in the business. I mean, somebody who's connected to distribution. Somebody who has maybe been in the actual porn kind of production side of things with the companies, and then maybe uh, started their own website and did their own thing and had kind of a success story or anything like that within the within that business. Uh, I think would be very enlightening as far as this conversation goes. Uh, at eight five five four fifty free. 450 free, whether it be from the contraception point of view and what it's really like behind the scenes or from the point of view of, you know, doing your own business and running your own porn website and how to make that work. Uh, uh, the porn industry the on the local level has changed to some extent from the kind of gross CD store that just sold porn and, and, st- and stuff uh, to this kind of, um, you know, uh, they've, they've made ones that are more aimed towards I guess the, the 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 idea is it's more aimed towards women. I don't know if that's entirely true. They're just less confrontational to even walk into. Mm-hmm. You don't feel bad. Like they'll have you know gag gifts and uh, you know things for the the bachelorette parties and the bachelor parties and you know You're speaking of, from experience. Yeah, I've been to I've, I've been to these. Right. I've been to both types, uh, frankly. And <laughs> uh, you know, one of them I'm significantly more comfortable in than the other. And you know. They, they'll sell some porn, but it won't be, you know, the gross fetish stuff um, if 
Pardon me if you're a teen gross trumpets fetisher. on the table. Yeah. yeah. There's cookies. And who doesn't like cookies? I thought you said teen strumpets. Uh, 855-453-1-855-450-3733. You can take control. Free talk live. Do you want to do something that will impact the world in a positive way? Do you have a skill or ability that could help advance human freedom? Introducing the Freedom Engineers. Freedom Engineers are a cadre of builders, coders, designers, funders, and more from around the unfree world who are right now collaborating on the technologies and enterprises that will build the free future. Join a growing network of inspired individuals to get the help you need to complete your radical idea, or jump in and lend a hand with exciting projects already in motion. Go to freedomengineering.org to get connected. Sign up for the free newsletter and check out the Freedom Engineering blog to hear the latest about what's happening behind the scenes. Freedomengineering.org. It's time to build freedom. is Free Talk Live. We're kicking off the third hour of the program, as always, inviting you to dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features we give to you there. Uh, once again, freetalklive.com. And joining you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. So uh, we've been talking about uh, California-related stuff just because we just all happen to have some show prep related to California. First, the uh, McDonald's uh, and their giveaway of a bunch of coffee and my cynicism about that. And I think Nemi was sort of on my side on that one. Uh, Also, uh, Mark, uh, we were talking about porn, uh, the porn industry, which uh, Los Angeles, it looks like, may be forcing uh, porn producers to prove that they're being, you know, safe as far as their sexual practices are concerned and forcing people to use contraception. That's something that they'll be voting on 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 a ballot initiative coming up soon. And in other California news, what do you got? Speaking of things that uh, California wants to regulate that you put in your bodies, um, (laughs) one of the things about freedom is... you kind of have to support freedom for that those folks that do strange things that you don't do. Yeah, absolutely. It's if about you want tolerance. To have freedom for yourself. As Ron Paul, I believe, said uh, during one of the debates. This is a I've never even heard of this, okay? I mean, this is how strange this is to me. Okay. But it's not I mean, let me just read the article. Iso Rabbins um, is this fellow's name. So, Where is this, by the way, in California? Um, this Anywhere is particular? San Francisco. San Fran, okay. Yeah, this is from S- uh, Huffington Post. I believe it uh, might have come out of S- SF Weekly. So Iso Robbins has always done, uh, Rabbins has always done a delicate tango around environmental and food regulations. Rabbins pioneered the Bay Area's burgeoning wild foods movement when he founded Forage SF in 2009. But city health inspectors, noting the potential hazards of eating products gathered in the wild, the best of uh, the best known of which comes from in the form of poisonous mushrooms, were never thrilled with his organization or its various commercial offshoots. Earlier this year, one of Rabin's signature ventures, the Underground Market, a wildly successful event at which various sub-professional food producers peddled their wares, was shut down by the Department of Public Health, Mm. which had previously given the market its tactic blessing. 
Rabbins has since been you working mean tacit? to tacit tacit. What did I say? Tactic. Sorry, I've uh, had something to eat during the break. That's and right. I'm kind of sticking here. Rabbins has uh, since been working to bring the underground market into compliance with city law. Oh, good luck, buddy. Well, it's yeah, right. I mean, the the, the Byzantine. They uh, don't want you to be compliant. See, because whatever he's doing, and it sounds like they're just going out and picking stuff. Right. Uh, you know, what, whatever he's doing is a threat to the establishment to some extent, and that's why they're coming after him now. And they're saying, hey, you can't be doing this because our restaurants are going to be suffering or whatever. Big farmers give more money to campaign. Big, you know, the, the big food gives more money to campaigns than people who go out and pick their own veggies yeah. at the park. So earlier this, excuse me, um, but this fall during um, during that process, he suddenly faced prosecution on another front. In October, city officials sent a letter informing him that another series of foraging get-togethers, his so-called wild kitchen dinners, could be subject to thousands of dollars in fines. Oh, man. The dinners typically serve dozens of patrons, each paying $40 or more for a uh, pricks fix... I don't even know what this means. Menu of hunted and foraged local Spell foods. It. Fix What's price. That's Prix, what I mean. Fix. Spell please. P r i x f i x e. Prefix. I would imagine P r i x is like Grand Prix, isn't it? Like uh huh. Send a French. What's word. it mean? I have no idea. Okay. Fix price. That's what it means. All right, I'll take your take your word for it. Thank you. Um, f- local <laughs> hunted and foraged local foods such as squid out of the San Francisco Bay, uh, mushrooms and nettle soup. I just heard that the San Francisco Bay was no longer you know you they, they killed off all the herring or something. Oh, mm-hmm. good. Anyway. Uh, apparently, there's some disclosure here. SF Weekly had, uh, in fact, profiled Rabbins in the, in, in the past. In a letter dated October the 26th, Richard Lee, director of environmental health regulatory programs for DPH, told Rabbins that the dinner series constitutes an existing and ongoing violation of state and local law. How? Each- uh, what? Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you expect me to know these people's no. rules? They don't know their own rules. Right. Each two-day wild kitchen event, two days, Lee said could bring in a fine of $1,163. Jeez. Lee noted that at, a, at least six such uh, events had been recorded by health inspectors this year alone. Rabbins took his case before DPH, Environmental Health Director Ravi Batai at a uh, hearing last week, arguing that he had not been properly notified of potential legal violations before he being hit with the fines. I was never informed that I had to get a permit until October 26, after which I did di- get permits, Rabin said. Turns out that he, um, he had a point, which is the first time he was notified verbally or in writing, um, Body asked the inspector, Al- Alicia Sam, who testified against Rabin's in the hearing. That's a good question, Sam replied. Body not impressed, let uh, Rabin's off the hook i'm gonna uh go ahead and waive the fee because he wasn't told that he had to get a, a permit but now he has been yeah so there i mean you know people going out and <laughs> it's so funny if you want to take people on a little adventure where they go and pick their own food and then they we prepare the food together or whatever you've got to have a permit for this i guess it's sad and we're not so sure that it's safe and you need to be inspected and just the myriad of stuff that's going in into this is crazy what doesn't make any sense to me is this is stuff they teach you in in wilderness training this mm-hmm. is stuff they teach you in girls girl scouts and boy scouts and, sure you just can't make money off it. right i guess not 
Yeah, so the, it sort of sums up here that uh, the new veneer of regulatory compliance has changed the dinner's spontaneous atmosphere, says uh, Rabbins. Unfortunately, it takes away from the life of the dinners, but I guess that's what the health officials need. You skipped the most – I pulled it up here, Mark, as you were reading it. You skipped one of the most important lines. His wild kitchen dinners are now officially on the right side of the law with all food prepared in commercial kitchens under strict safety guidelines. So he had to go in and rent a kitchen – because it's likely he didn't build his own commercial kitchen. This guy's a forager. He probably doesn't have a whole lot of Cooking money over an open uh, fire. to his name. So he had to go and find some restaurant or some commercial kitchen somewhere that was a, a willing to allow him to rent out the space so he could come in and prepare this foraged food or whatever that he had had found and then serve it in that you know particularly legal method. And that's what he's saying. You know, this is it's hurting the the vision that he had for his own business. But he, like most business owners. Want to stay in business, so yeah. they're and they're afraid of the government. And it's so, either that or go underground, you know, I mean, far right. underground. Right. I mean, it so. was previously called the underground market, and then they busted that up. And you but know, it people, kill, it, it's you know, he sounds really dejected here, and he should because he's not he's not able to build his business in the way that he envisioned it. I mean, he had a certain vision for you know having people go out and forage with him or whatever, and then they all come back and they cook their their meal together in the kitchen or something like that. It sounds like you know kind of a grassroots kind of foodie yeah. thing. And I have a friend of mine that uh, is into this sort of live off the land thing, and every once in a while he'll bring back something and say, "Eat this," and you know, first I. I ask him a couple of questions, but I generally do eat it because um, <laughs> you never know. I mean, uh, right. he literally goes out and, and picks yeah. plants. He and, has and uh, prescribed them. eating um, poison ivy sandwiches in order to uh, build up your tolerance. In, in so I system, yeah. want to know about <laughs> informed have, consent, right? Mark? Right. I want to. I want to be even a little <laughs> more informed before I just pop it in my mouth. But but he would get. He would totally be into this. I'd imagine if if he heard that this was going on. He did want me to eat something called stinging nettle. He said that it doesn't sting. Um, and, they just call it but, that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just no, no, thanks. So, uh, so this reminds me of the story of the lady, and I think it was Philly or somewhere else, but she, she was not in California, who had started her own ice cream business. This is in Chicago. And she was making, making ice natural cream ice cream with fresh strawberries, right? Real ingredients, you know, natural, like raw milk, fresh strawberries, like as natural and raw and fresh as she possibly could. And of course, you know, you get to a certain point in your business where it starts to work. Yes, once and, it's successful, and right, you start making money, and then the bureaucrats are like. <laughs> They Cute start cops. smelling, yeah. They can, you know, yeah, they see you're doing transactions and they're not getting a cut out of it. They come right in and they say, whoa, you don't have a permit for this ice cream here, little lady. In fact, you can't even get a permit for it because you're using fresh ingredients and we prohibit that. So you either will start making your ice cream like all the big ice cream producers with all the fake crap or, you know, the, the processed uh, stuff. And or you're going to go out of business. And so, you know, they literally forced this woman into a position where... She's going to lose her yep. business unless she somehow changes Boiled her recipe. strawberries in her ice cream. But then why are you doing it in the first place? Your vision was for natural ice cream, was for fresh ingredients, yep. and you've completely destroyed your own vision Sucking because the these soul. thugs came in and threatened you. If only business owners would actually make a stand for their product and their service, of course, then they'd be crushed, which is why they should come to New Hampshire and make the stand here. We're coming up. Free Talk Live. I can truthfully say that VerbalSurgery.com, best daggum podcast I've ever learned to change my neurology right now. Feeling good, feeling better about myself right now. VerbalSurgery.com gets inside of my brain, massages those sweet old brain lobes inside of my head. Feeling better right now. Even now I feel better and I want to go and listen to some VerbalSurgery.com right now. Go do it, baby. Feeling good. 
This is Free Talk Live. The toll-free number is 855-453. It's brought to you by SACL, C-A-I, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. They're completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And here tonight, it's Ian. Nami. And Mark. And uh, those features, uh, by the way, on our site include the Shrine of Female listeners, the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video over at shrine.freetalklive.com to show they are indeed listeners of this program, shrine.freetalklive.com. So we were talking about business owners uh, being crushed by the iron fist of the state in the name of protecting the consumer when really what they're doing is they're protecting the existing business owners from competition. So take, for instance, this guy who is creating these meals, uh, foraging meals, where yes. they're literally going out and harvesting all of the pieces of the meal from the surrounding area, I guess. And which is, you know, that's an it's a really unique uh, concept. I mean, people don't do that stuff <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it, of course, how sustainable is it if it were to become popular? That would make it pretty difficult because, you know. You have to have farming to support large populations, and foraging ain't going to cut it. Uh, But, you know, while it's relatively unpopular, it's going to be a unique uh, niche, and he decided he wanted to make a business out of it. Of course, after having some level of success, the bureaucrats got wind of it, and they decided to come in and threaten him with fines and threaten him with uh, shutting him down, possible arrest. And so, of course, like most business owners, he buckled under and did as he was told. There are people to protect, Ian. And I think it's just sad. I always think it's it's so sad when I see business owners just folding like this because you started your business with a vision and these bureaucrats have f- scared you through their threats away from your original vision into modifying your vision into something that you didn't you didn't envision, something that is less than what you had originally intended for your business and for the vision that you wanted to create and offer to the world. And I think that's it's a huge slap in the face to a business owner when this thing when this stuff happens. I don't blame a business owner for bowing down and knuckling under because, you know, mo- in most cases they they're willing to compromise because they've started something, they thought it was good, they have customers Customers. Maybe some of those customers will be willing to stay on board, even though their business is dramatically changing for the worse because of the government's regulations. They being built some brand loyalty it. at that point. Right. So they figure, all right, well, I'll just go ahead and knuckle under and try to compete under this awful regulatory structure. And, and then maybe they go out of business a year later because they weren't able to really keep the whatever it was that made them unique. Or maybe um, they'll go outside of the country and produce whatever it is or you know, whenever you know you never know what it is that they'll they'll do, but you're definitely changing things for the worst. It's just sad when I see it happen and I wished I always wish I, you know, I would see more people do what uh, Carrie did, Carrie Ellison, Paco, uh, Carrie Paco Ellison did from the Blackhawk Saloon in uh, West Virginia, Charleston. We're on in Charleston this hour, so I'm sure our Charleston listeners are very familiar with this. When they came out with the smoking ban in, I believe it was Kanawha County, uh, the smoking ban there in the Charleston area. Which was not statewide, just like a local county smoking ban. Uh, Kerry decided he was going to keep allowing smoking at his bar, the Blackhawk Saloon, and we had Kerry on the show a few times over the you know couple of years that this this was happening uh, to kind of keep us in the loop. And he you know he did hold out for a long time. He really did, and, and heroically so. But when you're the only holdout, when you're the only business who's you know in the face of a new regulation like this, like the smoking ban, which a lot of bars didn't want. A lot of bars didn't want this. There were only some bars that wanted it. Right. Because- it can't be good to just do it in a county. I mean, there's, you know, it's a small area. People will just go. If they want to smoke, they'll just go to a bar that's in the next county over. So Kerry made a stand, and he did so heroically, and they went after him, as they will. 
you know, like come after you with a court with court cases and fines and, and all that. And you can only handle so much of it. Yeah. So he did end up, you know, knuckling under what else and, can you do? and changing. Well, right. You either lose your business or you do what they tell you to do. But that really brings me to the question is what else do you do? Because the problem here is that it never ends. So the government people come up with well, – this is one of the problems. The government people come up with some sort of regulation for your business, and you're like, oh, man, I don't want to have to do that. But you do it anyway. And so then they see, huh, I see. They paid, the, they paid the, new, uh, the new fees. They're jumping through the new hoops. Let's make another one. Let's make another one. And let's make 10 more. And then right. it's let's not just make the hoops. More. It's the fees. You know right. what yeah. I mean? Hoops and fees. It's the money generation. It, it all costs. It That's all right. costs. Revenue generation, you know? Yeah. And so they know that once they've got you for one, they've got you for 100. And so they just keep coming and it never lets up. And so then the question becomes, well, what do you do? Oh, OK, well, let's run for the city council and try to uh, yeah, you know, right. try to change things from the inside. Yeah. How's that working out? Is there anywhere where the business owners have successfully taken, you know, pro freedom business owners have successfully taken control of the city council and actually significantly reduced business restrictions in a given marketplace. I think probably one or two, you know, that I think there's been enough backlash on, on sufficient, uh, or on, on some uh, regulations that you've seen things happen, but it's one in 50. One step yeah, forward, 50. I would agree or, with or, Mark on yeah, this. Yeah, like every once in a while, enough people will say, are you kidding me? Yeah. The, the best, no way. The best example that I can think of off the top of my head is the LLC tax in New, here in New Hampshire. The business owners just right. were absolutely enraged, and lo and behold, the tax is now gone. Well, good for them. I'm glad to I'm glad to hear about that. But again, one step forward, twenty steps backwards. Right. Uh, so you know, it's nice when people show solidarity because that's when they can actually overcome some of this stuff. But otherwise, if business owners want to keep you know having this idea that well, it's okay for the other business owners to be subjected to uh, regulations and controls, but I shouldn't be. Well, as long as you have that idea, then it's all well, going to continue. You know, it's when you look at these things. Say you live in a town where you could run for you know have a chance to run for some kind of office or something like that and get something like this turned around. But that's going to take a significant amount of time away from your business exactly and it's going to cost your business say three hundred dollars or five hundred dollars in compliance or whatever it is it's just not worth it and you know these are these are why in these you know certain circumstances it's just not worth it so people say oh but that's whatever. only in the one circumstance right you take it over the whole spread the whole spectrum of all these regulations that come down and sure. it would have been worth it but to then make you're a politician but then you're a politician. You're right. not a business owner. Right. Exactly. And you can't focus on doing what you got into business to do, which was serve your customers and, and create a good product or whatever your goals were. Right. So that's why you usually only see, you know, the politically interested business owners getting involved so they can crush their competition with uh, the political, you know, right. situation. They may stand for freedom on some issues, but they stand for, um, you know, their their own self-interest on others. Right. So if there was this, you know, wonderful business climate, then it would attract more businesses and there would be more vibrance in that uh, particular economy, which is why it's disappointing that New Hampshire is apparently not one of the best places for people to locate their businesses. It's not one of the worst. It's like mid-pack from yeah. what I understand. Yep. And it's sad because it's – we, we well, talked about the free It has some project. of the lowest tax burden in the United States on individuals. individuals. And so, you know, I mean governments, they're, they're always looking for places for revenue. Businesses are an easier target because there's fewer of them than there are people. Well, I don't know if it's all tax burden. It may be regulatory as well. I'm not sure about that. I don't, I've, not, I've never tried to open a business. I just – 
I just opened my. I just did what I do. I mean, I, I set up my studio. I never asked anybody permission for it or anything like that, uh, and I don't plan on it. But we're we're here in New Hampshire, Mark. You and I is the part of the Free State Project. Nemi, you're a New Hampshire native, and it's frustrating sometimes because we're talking about liberty and getting liberty-minded people here and having people get active to achieve more liberty in our lifetime. We point out how it makes sense to bring people together who agree with the the same ideas. But sometimes when you talk to a business owner, they're like, well, yeah, but the, you know, there's higher taxes there or whatever. I don't want to you know, locate my business there. And it's hard to Can find blame them? the people. Well, right. But it's hard to find the people with a vision for the future who understand that by, by locating their business here, they can create a better future for more people. Freestateproject.org is where you can learn more about that. We'll tell you more in a moment here. Uh, 855-450-FREE is the number. It's toll free. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live, your business story. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything you want. 855-453, the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com, and you can enjoy stuff like our listening options. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. You'll find out how to listen online via our broadband or dial-up streams. Also, over 100 great radio stations across the country. You can get a list of those there and our satellite channels, including XM Satellite Radio. We're up on two channels on XM. There's also our free-to-air satellite channel, as well as the webcam and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance and listen that way. All the details are at listen.freetalklive.com. We're mentioning the Free State Project, and it's worth telling you that the Free State Project's Liberty Forum is happening February 23rd through the 26th, and it is a huge opportunity to get together with other people who believe in freedom. Not only do they believe in freedom, but they're also willing to do something about it. Specifically, pick up their lives and businesses and families and move to New Hampshire. And get active for liberty once they get here. It's such an exciting movement. I'm so glad I'm part of it. And it costs me more in taxes to live in New Hampshire than it did in Florida. Yep, me too. So I'm, I made the move here, and I knew I would be paying more in taxes. So, so you know, for the folks that say, well, it's so expensive to live there, look, there are some major perks to living in New Hampshire. Number one, you're around other people who love freedom. That is invaluable to me, to have people close by, like in physical proximity, who can come to one's assistance if there's an issue with uh, government aggressors, for instance. The community that exists here amongst the liberty-minded population is second to none. There's nothing like it anywhere else. And the folks, the folks that are coming up here for the Ron Paul campaign are going to experience this here in a couple of weeks. And you can experience it yourself 
by coming to the Liberty Forum, February 23rd through the 26th. It's going to happen in Nashua at the Elegant Crown Plaza Hotel. Uh, you'll be able to see all kinds of special guest speakers like Peter Schiff, uh, Carlos Miller from Photography is Not a Crime. Uh, yeah, I'm Mark, excited about that. Yeah, I, I, really, Carlos, he's a great, uh, really incredible activist. And uh, so he's going to be here. In fact, I, I think we've gotten Carlos to agree to come out to Keene afterwards. Oh, sweet. Nice. And uh, you know how, Mark, you've been talking about going into the courthouse with a video camera? Talking about how you want to do that? Mm. Carlos Miller may be willing to join us on that particular oh, outing, cool. so that would be extra awesome. Uh, but anyway, so you'll meet some uh, some excellent uh, activists and speakers, and there'll be panel discussions about a variety of subjects like moving to New Hampshire and civil disobedience and other types of activism. Uh, plus, you'll get to just hang out with some of the, the coolest people and the nicest folks you've ever encountered. Am I am I BSing anybody here? I mean, no, this... I'd say another advantage to New Hampshire is, uh, you know, like in February after the uh, snow has frozen up into a nice layer of ice, I don't even have to pay for a toboggan run when I go down my driveway. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> the, the weather actually been pretty warm this winter. It is. It was well, there's no so snow far. In the last night. So far, so it's good. Come it's, coming. it's coming. It's coming to get It'll you. Come. It'll come. No doubt about it. We'll wake up tomorrow or, or one of the coming days and it's raining and we'll wake up and there'll just be a case of ice on everything but the contrast is what makes chickens is what makes it nice it's what makes it uh, unique you know you get the the contrast of all the four seasons up here people often say that yes yeah so uh so come on up see it for yourself and see it right in the middle of winter Again, February 23rd through the 26th. Go to freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. Get signed up there and use our discount code to save 10%. The code is FTL2012. That's FTL2012 at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. And we do need more people with businesses to come up here and, and bring their businesses. I mean, it's not a terrible environment for businesses because there are some of them it's located of the here. Yeah, it's middle of the pack as far as all the, the 50 states. But I think that it's safe to say that there's a better chance of New Hampshire getting better in this exactly. area than there are um, for a lot of states. Right. That's how I feel about it. If you want the, the business climate to get better, then come bring your business here and help us make that happen. It's, it's as frustrating as somebody who says, well, uh, I'd come up there, but your, your pot laws aren't good enough. Well, wait a minute. The whole, the whole idea is this is a project where we can make everything better if we do it together. But if you want to sit it, sit it out and wait on the fence until everybody else comes and gets all the work done for you, then, well, you know, that's fine. You can do that. But if you would actually come here sooner. And maybe the work won't get done. If enough people don't come, the work won't get done. Right. Maybe it's and it the just fact fails. That, right, maybe it's the fact that you didn't come that makes it so it didn't work. Could be. It's possible. So, you know, come on up. Join the fun. It is a great time. Freestateproject.org. In fact, Mark, you've been working on a project uh, to help complete the Free State Project yep. to get to uh, 20,000 participants. Right now, it's about 11, 000, over 11,000, maybe closing in on 12, I think, uh, of people who have it's signed. It's 11,272. I have in turned in more than 250 um, signers that have not been recorded on the counter so yet, so you can expect a big jump right, at so some that point in the relatively near, near, at, near future. And those 200-plus signers came from your program, the Free State Project uh, Completion Free State campaign. Now, yeah. Freestatenow.com. Freestatenow.com slash earn if people want to find out about ways that they can make money, uh, a way, the way to make money um, getting signers for the Free State Project. It's basically a petitioning campaign, whether you get your friends and family or people you don't even know to sign up um, for the Free State Project, and I pay you money. Right. So uh, Will Anderson went out and hit the streets, and uh, I think it was Boston. He went out in the streets of Boston and, and literally uh, signed up hundreds the, of people. The Mass Can, the, the Cannabis Festival, and uh, Pork Fest, and right. you know, that kind of thing. I mean, you know, it's, it's sad to say the Free State Project is a completely volunteer organization, and therefore it just doesn't work particularly well. There was nobody at 
fork fest attempting to get people to sign up for the oh free state God. project i mean that's just you know that's just kind of how it is it's like oh let's have a festival people will love it and they'll want to move here well yeah they will but they won't necessarily sign up unless you ask them to so we'll get a whole bunch of signers there you've got to ask for the order so what you're saying is mark that uh, people that people who support the idea of the free state project whether they're a mover or whether they're going to move or not even if you're just somebody who supports the idea of the free state project and you feel like i'm tied down i got a job i can't move i've limited it to people who have signed up for the free state project really when they oh yeah oh okay i thought you would accept anyone who wanted to turn no No. no. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. As far as I'm concerned, you uh, you you need to be committed enough. Uh, you know, I don't want just somebody out there who's um, you know d- not okay. interested in picking up and moving. So you have to be a Free State Project signer to participate in this Free State Project Now or Free State Now campaign. Yes. Got it. So it's Free State Now. I did not know that. Dot com slash earn. You can go there, get signed up. Uh, if you aren't signed up for the Free State but Project, what better time than now when the Ron Paul campaign is on? You know, riding high. Yeah. There are going to be some. You know, inevitably. I remember in two thousand eight there was a big deal with the meetup, Ron Paul meetups, and I presume they're still happening. I don't know. I'm not really Seems reasonable. Closely connected to that, but there are different Ron Paul groups in different areas. So. This would be an ideal opportunity for somebody who who is a Free State Project participant but hasn't made the move to New Hampshire yet. You're in an ideal pos- position to recruit more people into the Free State Project. Uh, so you go to freestatenow.com slash earn, and right. then you can download a trifold. You print the trifold out. Get right? people to sign, fill it out. Right, and so you print a bunch of them out, and then you bring them to wherever you think people would be that might be interested right. in you the You don't even have project. to print the whole thing. You can just print the backside where the signature portion is. Um, and they, Right, because you'd you know, be explaining to them what the idea is. So you explain it to the prospect, they sign up, and then you make 10 bucks off the, right. uh, the so deal, right? Put, put, it in, um, you know, so put it in an envelope, send it to me, the address is there, um, then you know, I'll get it uh, verified or whatever. Now, is there a entered. limit to the amount of people you're going to allow to do this, Mark? I at this point that's not a problem. I haven't had a single person participate. Isn't that sad? Why do you think that is? I don't know. This is the first I'd heard of it. Well, right? That's so, what I said to Mark. I, He's only mentioned it yeah. like a couple times before. But I mentioned you've talked. We've talked several minutes exhaustively about it uh, one evening. Yeah, but I think you only talked about the ten dollar thing one time. It used to be five. And then and I didn't get anything for that either. And now it's doubled to ten. So I think that maybe you know if it's mentioned uh, perhaps in different channels, there's the free state. One Project thing that forum. I'm scared of is that I'll get too many um, t- too many pieces of paper too quickly and then i you know i've got some money in the bank but i also need donors too so you know i mean it's right. kind of this uh it's this balancing act i don't want to promote it too much because if i'm too successful on one end then i become unsuccessful on the other end i we need donors understand. and i need um you could always instruct right. your your people that you can only take batches of a certain amount at a time or something like that like you know if you get to 20 then send in 20 uh, but don't send in 200 at once because i won't be able to pay it out at, at that time right uh, so anyway, I would suggest that uh, activists who want to promote their activism, and this is activism, what you're talking about doing here, Mark, sure it is. Uh, should promote it in as many different <laughs> this ways. This is actually effective activism, you know, <laughs> standing out there at the uh, polling booth with your don't vote sign is, uh, you know, that might be, what, what, what effect does that have? You, uh, this is something that people can get involved with easily. It's a, it's a simple process. But it needs to be promoted beyond just talking about it on Free Talk Live. There's the Free State Project Forum where people can go. There's other liberty activism forums where you could go and promote this. The Ron Paul Forums might be a good place to go. Uh, and so you got to get the word out in various different ways so people can connect with it. 855-450-FREE. You can give us your word about whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. 
The LC9 Center Fire Pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol, perfect for personal protection. The full-featured 7-round LC9 has a 3-dot sight system, checkered grip, and smooth edges for easy holstering. Ideal for discreet carry, the LC9 is also a full-power, no-compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.com slash LC9 or your local firearms retailer to learn more. The Ruger LC9, it's mine and it's American. Talk live. Dial in. Toll free. Bring up anything you want. Even in these remaining moments, there is enough time for you. 1-855-453. That's 855-450-3733. And you can join us online, of course, over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those. Uh, freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can do that. Go to promote.freetalklive.com. You get a whole list of things you can do to get Free Talk Live into more ears around the world. Promote.freetalklive.com. Is that a cigarette in your hand? A stinking, smoldering cigarette? Well, it's uh, New Year's is coming up. Time to make new decisions in your life. One of the ones that you can make is to try the e-cigarette. I'm not saying you got to go full bore and just quit smoking. Try the e-cigarette because it may you may very well find that it is a better way to deliver nicotine to yourself. It's healthier than a cigarette, like 22,000 times healthier by one m- metric. Um, it's cheaper. You can, uh, you'll spend far less for a cardamizer, which has the same amount of um, nicotine as a pack of cigarettes. You can get 40 cardamizers for $70. If you use coupon code when you, uh, FTL when you buy those at Vaporsmiths.com, you'll get one of the best-made e-cigarettes in the market today for free, shipped to you for free. All you have to do is buy the cardamizers. It's a great deal, and your health will thank you. Your family will thank you. You'll be around longer for your kids. It is Vaporsmiths.com, coupon code FTL, or call 855-2-GET-VAPOR. It's 855-2-GET-VAPOR. When I smoked, I couldn't find a way to, do, to quit easily. And this may not even – you may not even quit using this, but you will likely diminish the uh, amount of cigarettes that you smoke. You can quit if you want to. Yeah, you if, if you want to quit, this is a good tool for it. A lot of people have used it for for just that. But if you don't want to quit, it's a good good way to you know make it so you don't stink and you're not spending as much money. Cheaper, you don't have to go stand out in the the yeah. rain by the dumpster when you smoke. Vaporsmith.com coupon code FTL eight five five to get vapor. So uh, earlier tonight, you know, I suggested that there's a chance that police, you know, some some cops are really into uh, sex and they, they tend to be horn dogs. And so uh, here's an example of one cop. Uh, North Topsail Beach, North Carolina, from WWAY. It's a scene no parent wants to stumble upon. A peeping Tom outside their daughter's window. Oh, my. A North Topsail Beach family says that's what happened to them. They were even more horrified when they say they realized the man outside their home, yeah, you guessed it, was a police officer. He wouldn't be on Free Talk Live if he wasn't. The family did not want to speak on camera, but told us their story. Right, they're petrified. But strangely, they allowed the cameras to come to their home and take shots of their house and their daughter walking up the front steps. Okay. So uh, anyway, they uh, told us that uh, the family didn't want to speak on camera, but told us their story by phone and let us come to their home and get video. I'm just scared, I guess, the alleged victim, 17-year-old Caitlin Pretty said. I hate being outside. I hate being in my room now. It's just terrifying. 
pretty doesn't feel comfortable in her own home after she says she fell prey to a peeping Tom. Caitlin's mother, Shannon, says her fiancé caught the man early Wednesday morning. Pretty, uh, her mom said, uh, he sees a figure that's crouched down at my daughter's sliding glass door, watching her through the blinds. Shannon told us her fiancé began yelling at the man to come down, and when he started walking down the stairs from the second-floor balcony, the fiancé realized it was an officer in uniform. Oh, nice. Which, if you think about it, it's kind of a smart thing for him to do, right? Because he can say, well, I was in- investigating. Uh, I was looking for burglars. Right, right. There could have been burglars there. Like A cop in uniform is the one guy who could probably get away Way with, with being right. outside of your daughter's room. However, in this particular case, he didn't get away with it. Really? So cops can actually get away with murder, and they can get away with rape, and they can get away with you know all all manner of you know terrible crimes. It's the sex crimes that tend to get them. But in this case, creep outside of uh, somebody's sliding glass window, and you know you might actually lose your job. So the cop, who the town says was Officer Casey Simpson of the North Topsail Police Department, told Shannon's fiance he was called to the area to look for a suspicious person. Shannon said, he actually told my fiancé he went up there to see what a person would be looking at, and now he knows what that is. <laughs> there you go. Caitlin uh, describes her actions in the, uh, the evening. She says, I started off in a towel, and then I changed into my bra and panties, and then I just sat down on my bed and started doing my makeup and blow-drying my hair. The chief of police and major of the department came to the house that morning and apologized on behalf of the police department. That's something you don't get very often. Like, this story's full of really unusual circumstances. The chief of police coming down in person to apologize? Yeah, I mean, you know, that opens them up for a lawsuit if somebody wanted to do such a thing, so... Well, could it? I mean, could they sue the department over the actions of a rogue officer in this particular case? I don't know. Maybe they, you know, maybe in this case he would be stepping out of, out of his role. I don't know. I mean, right. off, the generally departments tend to close ranks around an officer who's been accused of something. Uh, and in fact, we've we've seen. And I that- think that there's an argument to be had for this officer. You know, like, um, well, I wondered what. I, mean, you know, I, I thought that the, a burglar was up on the uh, the balcony. I wondered, well, what would draw a bur- burglar up there? I mean, you know, that seems well, reasonable. Report of a lost dog. <laughs> right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He was called to the area not by the family. He was. He claims he was called to the area for a suspicious persons report. So if he's called to the area, well, he could be looking at the door to see if somebody had tried to jostle it open or whatever. But he was called to the area. That's his claim, right? Now you can check the police records right. and find out if anybody actually did make and that's a right. call. You know, the first thing to check. But if you're called to the area, that probably means the street or the neighborhood or something like the immediate area to where he was. Why would he focus on going up the stairs at this one house? Are we to believe he got that a he went up? He went up the stairs of hunches. Oh, right. That's what they say. <laughs> uh, so that was a hunch. <laughs> these hunches solve uh, solve the crimes. <laughs> I've watched plenty of these TV shows. Hunches are uh, are the word of the day. Now remember, he was hunching. We've talked about in the. <laughs> We've talked about in the past that uh, in the recent past about the police explorers program and the abuse that uh, has gone on inside the police explorers program where teenage boys and girls will uh, come into I just not right to call them boys or girls teenagers uh, male and female will come into the police departments and they'll have sex with these officers some on purpose some you know they're being molested but we did see that they do protect one another in those cases but in this case for whatever reason they threw Casey Simpson uh, to the dogs under the bus uh, Uh, The chief of police said that, again, he came to apologize and said the officer has been terminated and that he would never work in law enforcement again. Jeez. Now, they're just saying that. 
I don't know if there's actually any truth to that because we've also uh, given you stories over the years of police officers who yeah, are terminated, terminated again and again and again. Like yeah. bad cops get terminated. I mean, you've got to be pretty bad to get terminated. And then go to and their union to rep. A, right. Or they go to a different department right. and the, the, the other department hires them on. And there, we followed this one cop's uh, trajectory of how he went through like ten different departments within a ten, you know ten or fifteen year period or something like that, just moving right through the whole list of them. So I don't know if I believe the chief on his claim that he'll never work in law enforcement. He'll again. never work in law enforcement again. But it's a nice thing to tell the family, right? I mean, that's a nice thing to say. So uh, the department here uh, was attempted to be contacted by WWAY, the TV station in the case. Uh, they would. I, not I would comment. love to know whether this guy was motivated by the prurient uh, thoughts that I think he had, or whether or not he was just, you know, inspecting for a burglar. I Come just don't on. know. Really? I don't really? know. <laughs> I, I, admittedly, a young girl in her bra and panties is probably a very compelling thing to look at. Yeah. I don't know if she was doing that at the time. I have no idea. Well, she says she was. Right. At the time? Yeah, that's yeah. when the incident happened. Well, then that's, that's yeah. That's, <laughs> it ain't good. <laughs> it ain't good. Uh, they tried to contact Simpson. Uh, so again, the department refusing to discuss this matter because it's a personnel issue. And they attempted to contact Simpson at his home, but his wife said he had just stepped out. Uh, when asked whether her husband is still employed with the police, she refused to comment. The Pretty family is pressing charges for trespassing and secret peeping, and they have been told the SBI is also investigating. What is the SBI? SBI? Special something, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have any idea. Central Bureau of Investigations got me. But there you go. Uh, yet another example of a police officer who got caught doing something naughty and ostensibly has been fired. Although in some cases the story's not over. Oh, after yeah. the, the officer story gets can fired. very very well change at a given in a given moment. There have been uh, plenty of stories where a police officer has been fired only to come back two years later. With the union rep. Right. And uh, say, well, uh, it looks like you're going to have to hire me back because of this provision. Back here. pay. Right. That's with, right. With back pay, even though he never went to work for the whole oh, two sure. years. So yeah. th- that's not unheard of either. Right. No, it happens. Definitely strengthens my faith in the system. What do you mean? I, I'm being sarcastic. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, in this case, they supposedly did the right thing, right? I mean, they I tend they fired to, I mean, you know, good on them, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know what's going on here. Now but... he can peep the girls without his uniform. That's right. <laughs> well, and, and, and I think it's, it's interesting because they, they talk about, especially in medicine, admitting when you've done something wrong and, and that lessening the long-term impact of a mistake you may have made. And, and I wonder if that's kind of underlying, this is a new police approach that they're coming to say they're sorry so you don't sue the pants off them you know that's probably a pretty smart move yeah. on their part yeah uh eight five oh we're out of time we're actually we're done for the show tonight uh, we'll see you tomorrow online in the meantime over at freetalklive.com and keep your peeping to the internets you can creep there without anyone knowing <laughs> i creeped her profile she's kind of cute oh, so God. i don't blame the guy you are a creep yep <laughs> see you tomorrow night every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com.